following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome again, everybody, to Stories from the Sidelines. This is episode 24 with me. Uh, my co-host is not here today. Matt Keogh is on vacation, but I've got a uh, one of my best friends, if not my best friend, childhood friend, uh, a man who knows me better than anybody, I think, over here. Uh, please welcome to the sideline, Mr. Mark Santangelo. Mark, how we doing? Doing really well, Larry. Thanks for having me today. And Thank- yeah, we go uh, back to sixth grade. Listen, Mark knew me while I had <laughs> hair. All right, that's how long ago Mark knew me. So, uh, I mean, it's back back in the sixth grade Adams days from Adams Soccer, Whirlpool Soccer. Uh, is that is that how we met? I think that's how we met. Or was it? We it was what was that school on Twenty Fourth Street that our parents decided to send us to instead of Gaskill? Uh, the maybe uh, no, the Magnet School, the, yeah, the, like the middle school magnet. magnet School. Yeah. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, um, Whirlpool Soccer too. But that that was the time when we really uh, became close. And by the way, you backed over that hair comment. Uh, the folks online need to understand. Larry had very diverse hairstyles <laughs> across the schooling. Yeah, I mean, I I had the afro oh, good. The, the one year, uh, the, the Jerry curl. I had the, uh, I don't know what. The had, Jerry curl's my favorite. I don't know if I if I lost the bet or something. Remember when I died at Auburn? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I, I remember that. I, I don't know what happened on that. I think I lost the bet or was trying to impress somebody or 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 something. Um, but yeah, maybe that's the reason why I'm like bald. Maybe all those hair, like it's listen, yeah, is gone. Good, though. I like your I like your stuff. <laughs> I had to go. You know, it's it's easy upkeep now. It's just wash. You know, just just let it roll and and we go. I don't even need a towel anymore. Nice. So, um, Mark, we're gonna come in hot today. It's holiday times. Um, glad to see you back in town. Um, holiday times. Holiday shopping. Um, now is it, uh, I, I'm assuming by now almost all the holiday shopping's done, but, um, are, are you still a, a guy that goes into the stores that goes into it and does it in person or are you more like the online guy? Yeah, it's a great, I mean, and this is, I'm going to say one, one thing here. It has nothing to do with COVID, but I feel like over the last couple years or so, I've been more of the online guy. Um, first of all, I should just say, just in case my wife Stephanie listens, uh, you know, to this, I I do very little of the shopping. Let's just I'm just gonna be very honest. Uh, she does a lot of the shopping, and I, th- you know, she goes a little back and forth. She's a little mix of of online and you know, in in store. Uh, but for me, it's yeah, it's it's predominantly online. I guess I like to press the easy button a little bit, you know, with that. Um, and you know, will that will that change? I don't know. I mean, I you know, I was just at the factory Alamo Mall yesterday. Hardly anyone was there. I kind of feel bad for the sto- the stores. I don't even know. Part of it might be COVID, of, of course, but I think uh, also it's just the the wealth of shop- online shopping. You know that we can do right now. Yeah, I think it's. I think uh, the the uh, brick and mortar stores were kind of on a slow decline. I yeah. think COVID kind of. Uh, you know, accelerated that that death with, uh, of it, if you will. But 
I was always, it was funny before, uh, before I, you know, started dating Vicky and got married and everything, I was definitely more of the, you know what, I got to go to the store, I got to see it, I got to inspect it, especially if I'm doing, and and you know my fashion, the very little clothes shopping that I did before I met Vicky. You know, I was always, I got to see it, I got to make sure it's okay, and try it on. Now I'm definitely more of that, all right, let me look at it online, the picture looks good, all right, click, send it, and it's it's off. Um, but yeah, Vicky definitely changed me in that, and it's... It's crazy because you can just Google something or Amazon something. You get f- the item at five different prices, five different locations, mm-hmm. and it's you know you can get a lot of deals there, and I, it's it's great. I will say that what you just touched on the clothing. That's one thing I find very annoying. Now I, there's there's shops that make it very easy, and there's online like you know there's jeans different jean stores now online. Not like our the regular jeans, but like little small mom and pop type places they'll let you order three different sizes and you can return your one and stuff but i mean just recently i wanted to get a belt first of all so you know down in in the dc area in these malls like you go into macy's or jc penny's i want to, um both of those stores there's hardly anything on the shelf i don't know that's also covid you know what i mean yeah nothing's even there to, to begin with um because i went i ordered from amazon like four different times and i couldn't find a belt Literally, like, four different manufacturers, the same size belt, none of them, you know, None fit, of them right? fit. It's like, so, then you try to go into the store, and there's no there's no product in the store. So, I, I think the one, yeah, it's a little annoying with the clothes thing online, but for most of everything else, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, for me, um, I've been lucky with the clothes that I've ordered online, or should I say that Vicky's ordered online <laughs> for me, because um, you know my fashion style, or lack thereof. But uh, so far, we've been pretty lucky with it. Where there have been a couple times we've had to return something here or there, but um, they make I'll, it easy to return. Them. I was going to say they we really haven't had a problem. You know, usually you return it within you know three four days. The credits back on your card and everything, so it's good. But um, so you're done with your Christmas shopping. Because I know you and Meech, our, our buddy Chris Meech, I mean, it was notorious last day, day before Christmas type shopping. Oh, man. The there were times that I was shopping on Christmas Day. Forget day before. <laughs> um, I'm I'm pretty much done. I No, actually, I am done. I just, uh, before we taped here today, I just ordered the last gift for the nieces and nephews. So we are, we are good. Yeah. Um, uh, nieces. I should say nieces. No nephews. Nieces. Um, so, uh, Lisa's kids, uh, we got the last gift. I got the last gift today, so that'll be coming in the mail soon. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm done. And this might be the earliest that we're pretty good. This might be the earliest that I've got done in a long time. Nice job. Absolutely. Um, so Mark, and and you were talking a little bit about the DC area. You guys are in DC now. Mm Mm-hmm. You've been on the move since high school. Like, how? I mean, you've been, you lived uh, over in, uh, what was it Germany for a little bit? Yeah. You lived over in Switzerland for a little, in fact, just came back from Switzerland, what, five, six months ago? Yeah, just, uh, well, we were moving back, officially back as of September, but, uh, you know, going, I was flying back and forth for the job, just closing some things up before we relocated back to, to the D.C. area in September there. Racking up those frequent flyer miles. Yeah, I like it's, it. It's been, a, it's been a whirlwind. Yeah, so now you're finally, you're settled back into D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to ask, how's, uh, how's the, I mean, there's a big game there, um, Washington, Philly, or I guess yeah. it was in Philly, but. How are the Redskins fans compared to the Bills fans? I mean, are they just as nuts, more nuts? 
Well, you know, and I still. Or sorry, not Redskins. Sorry, Washington. <laughs> sorry, Washington football team. I apologize. Yeah. There, Washington football team. Yeah, you know, it, it depends. I think it's kind of like you know, when you live in New York City growing up, you're either a Giants or a Jets, and that's how the Ravens and and uh, yeah, I always say Redskins. The Washington football team um, is there from a fan standpoint. You know, it's 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 pretty split. You I, I you know right now I well after last night I think that's going to die down because I don't I don't think the watch football team are making you know the no. and, and unfortunately for them COVID nineteen hit them pretty hard with you know with their players uh, but I have a, I have a sense and maybe because I'm in the Maryland part of close to D, you know DC there's more Ravens fans and and I, they're a little nervous you know quite frankly the AFC North it's the the tightest race right now for for the division i was going to say it's getting nuts yeah. the whole AFC is well, like jog uh, lag jammed insane insane so those folks are nervous because you know all of a sudden you have these cincinnati bengals who have been you know uh, kind of bottom of the division. Well, they trade with the Browns every year in, the in, in their division. Yeah, and and they have a couple, you know, a couple these with these couple weeks left of the year, some some key matchups, division games. So, yeah, I think you know again, so optimistic because when you have Lamar Jackson, you still have a good coach. The last, I will say though, the last couple weeks with you know two to the last three weeks losing it by going for two at the end of the game there's some pissed off ravens fans down in the in the maryland area and i know we battle back and forth this and our, our our boys group text you know should he have went for it should he have not have gone for it um neither here nor there you you lost twice you know two big games that you needed yep now we're gonna get right into the bills talk and let's get in with that topic mark a couple weeks ago t- down in tampa bay yeah. you just score or you're you're about uh where they kick the field goal to tie, do you go for the touchdown for the win, or do you go for the field goal to put it in overtime, knowing that there was a chance that Brady was going to get the ball back for that coin flip? You're the head coach now. What do you do, Coach Santangelo, on that call? Yeah, that's a, that's a very tough one. I think for me, it's also, you know, where where were you at in that game? You know, you came all the way back. You you know, in the second half, scoring all those points. Josh Allen played out his mind, maybe his best game. You know that he best played. second half, first half was. Def- I mean, yeah, yeah. Def- first half was rough, but first half, man, he was under siege, yeah. like left, right, and center. It's still great, guys. It's still the defense that did that to Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Oh, you know absolutely. I mean? They still have all those players. You know, they've been banged up in the in the secondary. But for me, as you come all the way back right there, should have been. I, I think everyone and their mother, not just Bills fans, know that that should have been a pass interference on Diggs in the end zone. Yep. So, so what do you do there as a coach? You know, do you really go for it? When you know you can still, you know, after coming all the way back, you still have that chance in overtime. Um, I, I, for me personally, I would have kicked the field goal, you know, because it, to do that to that team after, and especially the refs not calling anything there, you know, at the end. True, but then you get back to way back in the Tennessee game where they they tied it up or yeah. would have tied it up, but you go for two instead of kicking the extra point. Um, yeah. I, I'm leaning towards where I would have gone for it. I mean. What okay. Line? Do you remember the yard line though? Because the Tennessee, they like... were Tampa Bay. I believe they were at the seven, and it was a fourth and two. So they they realistically could have gotten the first down. Mm. Um, and I think there was there was about twenty eight twenty eight seconds. So I mean, if you do get the first down, you definitely got time enough to clock it yeah. um, and run a, another play or two into the end zone. But uh, what would you have done, Coach? I, this is why it's it, head coach in the NFL too has got to be one of the toughest. Oh, for sure. I mean, and to you got that decision. You got all the analytics. You got this and that. You got the math people telling yeah. you to do this, but yeah. it's all in those decisions. It's going to come down to your gut. I think you you hit it right on the head. Allen played a a hell of a second half. You know, the second half of his career made that comeback. 
I think I think you go for it. I think you, you say, hey, listen, it's fourth and two. We're at the seven. Kid, you got one shot left. You you played your butt off. Get us into the end zone or at least get us a first down and another chance. Um, as opposed to let's kick the field goal. I mean, they did win the coin toss. So Allen did have the chance, chance in overtime, chance. which, yep. again, they missed another pass interference call that should have given them a first down on that play. Yeah. But um, I, I think you just you let Allen have that chance because, I mean, if you kick the field goal, who knows? You still could have lost a coin toss. Yep. Brady gets the ball back, yep. and we know what Brady does. Yep. Um, and for some reason, you haven't called pass interference all day long. And, of course, it's, what, first and 10 at the 16, and Brady gets a 25-yard pass interference penalty, and the next play it's over. Well, that was a bad – that was a, another like, bad call. Mike Evans uh, acting right there. Yeah. You know. But that's and that's just you know they get it we don't um, I I think I go for it I, I I don't I don't say that's the reason they lost the game I yeah. I think it's it's a good call either way I think I just you go for it you got seven yards to beat the Bucks you got seven yards to beat Brady do it it's put up or shut up time I, I you know with that it's like I can't remember another year which seems like so many of these games this year have come down to this this type of decision here yeah. You know what I mean? A lot. And it, I think it talks to the parody in the in league, especially the AFC, as, as you mentioned. So this is probably going to come up again. Oh, as, for as sure. Move forward, you know, hey, we got – we. Up. you know who's coming up. You know who's right around the corner. Yeah. Uh, speaking of you know who, um, nervous about that game? Nervous about the, the – you know, I'm not even going to talk about the first game because that was just that wasn't even a football game. That was a battle game. of the wind. Yeah, I'm not going to get into. That. I'm sure you guys, you know, you've hashed this out, but um, you know, being down, I believe we were four times in the second half in the red zone, not being able to score. I mean, I, look at the the conditions. I, I was just listening recently. Uh, Poyer was on the Pat McAfee show um, podcast, and you know, he was talking about the conditions are going to be fine in Foxborough on Sunday, so it's going to be a totally different game. Um, unfortunately, so, we don't have the run game to expose the Patriots, like, for example, what Indianapolis. You know what, though? Did. Singletary didn't look all that bad against the Patriots. He, had, he racked up 86 yards. I had I, Listen, I was struggling, so I needed him for uh, for fantasy. Oh, fantasy. And, hey, he got me into the semifinals. He got me into oh, the next congratulations. round. So, listen, I won that semifinal game by 1.4 points. Oh, wow. I needed literally that Jalen Hurts touchdown at the end there. That got me the win. Nice. So... Little yeah. shout out to the Eagles fans over there. Yeah, no, I, look, I, I'm not. I'm actually not nervous. You know, I think the Bills will go into Foxborough. They're pissed off. Uh, they, I, I don't believe in Mac Jones yet. I no, know everyone's always all happy. This check down Charlie. Okay, you get in his face like he's going to make me. He's still a rookie quarterback. Maybe he'll be a great quarterback one day. But he, you know, he's still a rookie quarterback this year. Our defense is is legit. If they can just not let up over 200 yards rushing. I think our offense, even with, you know, having Beasley out and Emmanuel Sanders out, we still have some, you know, some good receivers, right? So I think uh, they mixed up on the run a little bit. Our defense will will do their thing. It's not going to be a blowout. It's going to come down to the end. But this is what we pay Josh Allen all this money for, is to win games like this in December, in the playoffs. I mean, we need him to, again, have a game like he just – the full game, like he just played with, you know, against Tampa – and go in and take care of business against Patriots. You beat them twice last year. Go in and take care of business. Now, it's funny that you said like that we're paying Josh Allen for this. Last year, he did it all year long. You know, yep. when there was a drive to be had, 
Um, I even think back to the, um, I think it was, what, halfway through the season when we played the uh, the Rams, mm-hmm. and we blew that big lead, and he still came down in that final drive and won it for us. But he did that all, or that was two years ago, but he did that all season long last year. Um, do you think maybe that, you know, this year they're what? What was the 1-5 or 0-4 or in games that are decided on that last drive? Do you think maybe that pressure, that 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 big contract, is kind of uh, getting into his head a little bit, or you know maybe he's just like, hey, I've got to do this, and he's yeah. and he's messing up a little bit. You know, I think honestly, what it is is another full year of understanding in in uh, other teams understanding Brian Gable's offense. True, I, I think they've look at Allen's numbers this year. He's still to me. Easily top five quarterback in the NFL. Oh, for Especially sure. Recently in the running of, of the MVP conversation. Yes, are there games like duds like Jack, Jacksonville and, so, and some other things? You know, um, you know, yeah, bad. But at the same time, he's one of the top quarterbacks still in the league. I just think they're def- the way they've played Mahomes. Defenses have done it this year to Mahomes, and they've done it now to the Bills with this whole cover two, you know, show whatever. Don't let anyone, you know, get deep. Because if you think about last year, there's a lot more deep passes, a lot more connections there. So, you know, you, that forces Josh to be patient and what we've seen throughout the years, at least early. He's gotten better. Um, but sometimes, you know, when, when he's doing that, he tries to do a little too much. That's where the turnovers come. The Bills, like Sunday, they don't turn the ball over. They're winning that game. Like, I, you know what I, I mean? agree. It's not I rocket agree. science. You know, but especially in this, you know, in this sense, going against a mind like Belichick, you don't, you, you, if he takes care of the ball, we have enough talent. We are a more talented team. You know, let's not get outcoached again. I agree, and that's why it was so frustrating in the first game. Um, think about it. The first two drives, I mean, they started from, what, the 40 and then started from yeah. the 30. Yeah. I mean, you, you punch it in on those two drives, all of a sudden, New England's down 14 yeah. You know, Even if you punch one and kick a field goal, you're down 10 nothing. Yeah. Now Mac Jones has to throw. Yeah, yeah. He, and, and that's game over. And look at what happened last week in Indy. Indy jumped up, four, was it 14 or 17 nothing? I mean, they, yeah. they jumped up on them early. Mac Jones did a decent job in the second half, but couldn't complete it. Couldn't complete it. Um, And I hope we get into a situation where Buffalo, they've got to come out on the gate. And I know the wind was a factor the last time, but they had it. They had the wind at their back in that first quarter, and they still ran. I mean, run, 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 punt. Run, 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 punt. I, I don't understand why you didn't. You weren't throwing into that wind. And even if you were throwing into the wind, isn't that the reason you drafted Josh Allen for? All we hear is arm strength, arm strength, arm strength. He wasn't a very – he's accurate now, but he wasn't accurate coming out of college. So you weren't drafting him for his accuracy. You were drafting him for games like that where he can throw in 40, 50, 60-mile-an-hour wins, and you didn't let him. Oh, look, he put a ball on Diggs. That was a touchdown. He put another ball. Who was that in the end zone? Knox. Dawson Knox. He should have boxed him. I mean, look, we can go back and forth there, but I, I don't I don't want to be a, like a Josh Allen apologist, but to me this year and some of those losses, yeah, you can take you know some, some you know, him, but for me it's mostly it's been coaching. I feel like we've gotten outcoached this year. Yes, and and that was a classic example. I, I make no, I'll make no mistake about it. We've got outcoached. Um, I don't know if it was McDermott taking the play calling from Dable. I don't know if it was Dable getting scared, a combination of both. But they got out-coached by Hoodie that game. Like, out-coached extremely. I mean, going back to the first game of the year, the Steelers. You know, I was at that game, opening day. As was I. That's right. That's right. No, there should never have. No, it shouldn't have been close. It shouldn't have been close. No. It shouldn't have been close. No. You have been 
And how are the Steelers still winning? You've got Ben that can barely throw for 120 yards a game. And, I mean. Well, that's a well-coached team. That is a well-coached team. That's a well-coached team. Um, I I, I think, not to go all off uh, on a tangent here, but I just saw in the news, too, they're talking about uh, Russell Wilson potentially going to the Steelers next year. That's what I hear, but I don't think he would. You put him on that team, the Steelers are back. The Steelers are, I mean, they'll see if they sneak in, but they're not. I'm not worried about the Steelers with Ben Roethlisberger. No. Um, And with them having that tie, I don't think it's going to come down to, uh, you know. Detroit? They tied to Detroit. (laughs) And that's just it. The Steelers, I mean, they'll they'll knock off a team like Tennessee, come back to knock off a team like Tennessee. But then they tie Detroit, and then they—I mean—they've had some bad wins. They've had some good wins. They beat the Bills, obviously. Yeah. But uh, they've well, been see, a, they're going to Kansas City now. Yeah. This weekend, and I see that Kelsey and uh, and Tyreek have the Rona. So we're gonna see. We're gonna see what Kansas City can. Does do. Kelsey have? I know Kelsey. Hill's out. Does Kelsey have yeah, it too? Kelsey's out. Both of them Oof. are out. Oof. It's gonna be a good game. That's gonna hurt. And Kelsey's yeah. on one of my fantasy teams, so that's gonna hurt too. I hope I'm playing against Kelsey. <laughs> oh man! And last thing we'll get out of, out of, and that's, and then we'll get into some of the stories. But can I tell you, Cooper Cup almost killed me last night. Cooper, you were going against. Him. I was going against Cooper. Thank, thank goodness, I, I don't have to go against Cooper anymore. That boy can play, man. And he had first half. He only had like six points. He had three catches from, or two catches from maybe twenty nine yards. I'm like, all right, I'm doing good, Cooper. And then, man, did he just explode like a man-child mm-hmm. in the second half. Mm-hmm. I think he finished with almost 40 points. Yeah. Two I mean, tutties. Two, two touchdowns, 100-and-something yards. Yeah, and I had Odell, who didn't get any love. You know, I was I had Odell in my lineup, but maybe next week. I think they're they're rolling into, uh, I think they're playing Minnesota or something. But, yeah, I, Cooper Cup, I mean, look, he's, he should be right there in the running to me with Jonathan Taylor and Brady and Rodgers for NFL MVP, or at the very least, offensive you know player of the year. Um, but he's having an amazing, and, and we've seen this before with Stafford when he gets on the page with the. I mean, you saw what he did with Megatron, and you know Cooper, obviously a different type of receiver. But when he, uh, meaning you get on the same page with someone, Stafford can deliver. That team is is a really good team. Beginning know? of the year, I picked it to be day one. I picked it to be a Buffalo Los Angeles Super Bowl yeah. in Los Angeles. Um, I mean, I didn't think Cooper was going to have near the season, but I, I, I know there's talk Allen's in the Super Bowl or the MVP race. Rogers still in the MVP race. Brady, yeah. Um, Although that was a stinker on Brady on Sunday, but yeah, Brady was horrible. Yeah, but uh, I, I think by far, I mean, he the man's got almost 1,500 yards of receiving, and there's still three games left. Yeah. I mean, this guy could, this guy has a realistic shot at you know over 1,750 yards. Um, I mean, he's just dominant. Yeah. And, I, and, and this here, this goes to coaching. I know you want to jump top, but I just want to say another example of coaching. You watch some of those Rams games, and this guy, who's the number one receiver in the league this year, will be wide open with no one within 20 yards of him. How does that happen? You should put 10 people on him. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? This to me, once again, Sean McVay now, you know, this goes to, to coaching, like, there, there's obviously the defense is keying in on Cooper Cup, you know, like they know he's going to get the ball. How are you on multiple times a game? There'll be no one anywhere near him. Yeah. And he's just catching the ball and running, you know, and let alone he can he can catch the ball in traffic and everything, too. But it's, you know, again, I, it's that touch that first me. touchdown catch was nice yeah. in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's I. Hmm. They're scary. I can't wait for the playoffs. I, I mean, obviously, I need the Bills to get in. I'll say it, we better get in first to, to make it interesting. But it's it's gonna be a great year. I agree. 
All right, Mark, we're going to get into our uh, soccer co- our soccer days uh, back in Niagara Falls High School. Mm. Um, <laughs> what are some of your fondest memories about high school soccer? Because my biggest memory, and I, I don't know if this is a memory or a nightmare, but I played since ninth grade, mm-hmm. and we didn't win a damn game. We went over. I don't even know. Just that, a lot. That that's still just mm, that still just like burns me. Like over. There there was a lot of losing. We were but we were the me, Detroit Lions of the football world or soccer world. You you know, and I hear you there, but I had a lot of fun. Oh, it was a lot of fun. Oh, you there were a lot of fun. Mean? And uh, you know, we didn't. Obviously, we wanted to win, and there's a lot of competitive people on the team. But you know, we didn't take ourselves too seriously. You know, I, I think either. And, you know, a lot of different stories, right? But um, I'm just thinking of, too, like, even before, I don't know if it was just every home game or every game period. Maybe this is the reason why we we never won a game. But going to Wendy's and getting Frosties and (laughs) and fries and dipping my fries and Frosties before every game. Maybe that's just because we were That was after games, wasn't it? That was after games. No, this was before games, man. I'm telling you, we went. And maybe it was before the home games, and we and we would go and eat that before a game, and, and it could just be the, our metabolism of high school, you know, boys at, at that time. But that's just one of the the things I was just thinking of off the top of my head. Yeah, we we didn't win a game. Okay, we've come close. We came close. You know, we came close. We had a couple uh, couple one goal losses, yeah. two goal losses. We also had a couple ten goal losses. I mean, we got destroyed a couple. Well, times. Well, we like to mix it up. You know what I mean, and uh, you know we're an equal, equal opportunity losing team. Yeah, I, I think one of the reasons too, like if you if you think about who we were playing against in the teams, some of these folks would be playing, first of all, year round soccer, right? Absolutely, they would also be playing with the same teammates. <laughs> you know what I mean, like the chemistry of the teammates. You know, uh, whereas we had like this, uh, I don't know, piecemeal team of people that you know, hey, we like soccer, like running around, like you know, like to play sports, but we weren't in travel leagues. You know, we weren't growing up playing together since we were, you know, in the Pee Wee or whatever with the soccer, and that's who the you know that's who we were going against. And that's one thing that always irked me. Um, uh, LaSalle, for those of you who don't remember, LaSalle used to be a high school when it was Niagara Falls and LaSalle. When I I, I mean I played travel, I was a travel uh, player, but I'm playing with. All of LaSalle's varsity squad. Yeah. I mean, I played with LaSalle's yeah. varsity squad more than I played with our own squad. Yeah. And every single year I would try to get guys from our team or, you know, try to get try to get our coach, Coach Getz, <laughs> uh, to uh to put a travel team together to get us something, even if we weren't competitive. Yeah. It would just get us another couple months of playing together, knowing each other, but it never materialized. Um, and it was funny every year during, you know, our LaSalle Niagara Falls games. Um, I mean, I caught so much crap from the other team, not because, I mean, they were our, they were our rivals. We, you know, we wanted to beat them, but at the same time, those are guys that I'm like, damn it, I'm, I'm better than those players. I'm starting over those players in our travel team and they're whooping us like three, four, nothing, but like it. Come on. I, I hear your frustration, and I would say that if you looked at it, think about our teams that we fielded, right? It wasn't because of a lack of any type of talent or athleticism. We had we some had good athletes. A lot, of, a lot of good athletes. I think I think our problem was though we had good athletes, but they necessarily weren't soccer athletes. We well, had a couple I mean. we had a couple football players, some yeah. baseball players, some basketball players, but 
besides me and a, and a few others, well, <laughs> not a lot of soccer players. And that's where the coaching needed to come in. That's where the other the dedication outside of just you know the couple months you play of in the high school season needed to come in because it wasn't that there was we were bereft of talent. Um, but the, like you said, the soccer skills, the mentality of the game, how to play the game, that type of thing. That those are the reasons, you know, why we lost. It wasn't like, you know, we had. It wasn't like we were getting blown off the field because we couldn't run with them or something like this. It was. And then you you mentioned LaSalle and these guys. Yeah, I mean, come on, we, we had better athletes than than those folks. Um, but it was it was just more of the understanding on how to play the game and stuff that 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 we didn't have. Yeah, and it was. Um... There were times, especially my junior and senior year, I mean, uh, I remember there were times where I'm going over to Getz or um, – and I forget our junior year because remember the year Getz left. He coaches fre- – uh, did you play freshman year or did you come sophomore no, year? No, I came uh, sophomore year. You started sophomore year. Yes. I, I was there freshman year. Mm-hmm. Um, but remember the gentleman who coached us junior year because Getz had left. I had Getz – Freshman, sophomore year. Okay. And then he left our junior year, and then he came back our senior year. But I can't remember who the gentleman was um, who came our junior year. But you know what? I thought he was a much better he, – he knew very little about the sport. Mm-hmm. But he was one where he would come to us, and I remember, well, let's try this drill. Let's do this drill. Let's try this formation. Yeah. So it was almost where uh, me, uh, Jeremy Hill – um, oh, Mike yeah, Marone, Dave, really too, Dave yeah. Kasser, we were kind oh, of yeah. telling him, giving him ideas on what to do, and he was listening to us. Yeah. Um, man, I can't remember. I, you, I picture the face, but I can't. I don't know if he was a guy too. He was he was a bit younger. I don't yeah. know if he was uh, uh, a I teacher or not. I don't think he was a teacher, hmm. but he filled in for that one year. But man, it was it was fun having him as a coach. And I remember that junior year, we actually should have won a couple games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we were actually, like I said, it was, you know, Jeremy, Dave, uh, myself, Mike, we were kind of, Hey, let's run this formation. That's probably our best team. And yeah. And we had a lot of talent and Jeremy Hill, man, he was just, he was really, really good. He, I don't know how having him what alone. Him after, I mean, he, he, I haven't, that was, that, that was an athlete, but he had some ball skills on him too as well. And, uh, and he was a great track and field runner oh, too see that, yeah. but man i remember uh you know doing our warm-up laps or whatever he'd sit there and he'd do like two laps around the field while juggling the ball like mm-hmm. and he wouldn't yeah. wouldn't miss a jo- i mean an incredible athlete i don't know whatever happened to him afterwards yeah. jeremy if you're out there listening you know get in contact with us but uh <laughs> man he was just a phenomenal player um yeah, he really was and then we <laughs> we had guys like dave caster mike Barode. Who uh, were very aggressive players, good players in their own right, but, but hysterical. They kept the team fun. You they know, kept I the think. team fun, but <laughs> and especially I, some of those bus rides too. And uh, you know, they like the you know they were they're they're good folks. They have on you know on the team. They get for they cared. They cared. I'll, I'll put it that way. They cared. They were they very cared, passionate. Right? Yes. Yeah. And uh, you know, it was it was nice um, having them on the team too. And when we were younger, coming you know coming up, but and we had good. T- you know, again, I I mean, I think I actually scored one goal. Um, it bounced off like a I don't know I forgot who that was who was against I think only a one goal ever in in high school you know believe it or not that's more than I've ever had and that's another regret I've never scored a high school goal no I've never scored a high school goal I've had um, I've had goal I mean I was I would score like ten goals a travel season I mean I was I was more of an assist guy I had a yeah. couple high school assists in the few goals that we had at high school yeah but never had a goal in high school soccer. Wow. Never a lot. I'd say probably, you know a decent amount of assists, but and uh, I remember there was one game 
it was uh, Grand. I think it was Grand Island. Pretty sure it was Grand Island, where the ball was. The ball was like pretty much on the goal line. All I had to do was tap it in, and somebody from behind, like literally, grabbed me, spun me around before I could kick it, and then wow. gave gave the time for the goaltender to get it. No call. Yeah. No call. Nothing. And I'm like, I feel you like s- we very rarely got <clears throat> calls. You know, I think mine was. I remember it was at home, and I think we were playing Luport. And it wasn't like a, you know, a Ronaldo shot or anything. It was like a deflection in front of the net. And I, all I had to do was basically just kick it from me to you right now. <laughs> so it wasn't like anything, you know, crazy. But that's, yeah, it is what it is. That, but, yeah, my honestly, when I look back at the high school soccer, it's more about, you know, the fun we had together, you know, as a team. And, uh, you know, we weren't as dominant as, say, we were, like with tennis, for example. Um, but. Oh, we'll get into that. Oh, we'll get into that? Okay, We'll get, yeah, it. We'll but, get into that later. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, again, you know, and you really care, Larry. I mean, I could tell you, you know, captain of the team, too, as well. You always wanted us to, you know, get better. You saw, the, you know, the potential, and I don't think it was a lack of trying. I honestly chalk it up to if we were had a coach that um, – and I don't want to talk bad about the coaches, but, you know, if we had a more disciplined structure to teach us the actual fundamentals of the game more so – I think we would have been just fine, or at least winning. At, at least win one. Zero. At least yeah. win one. Exactly. And I don't know if you remember this game or not. I think it was our junior year. It might have been our sophomore year, but our, I, I'm pretty sure it was our junior year. Um, it was, uh, I think it was NT. We were playing against NT, and mm-hmm. the game was getting really chippy. Mm-hmm. Um, they had just scored to make it three nothing, and I was, I mean, I had gotten to my tipping point. I think we were more than halfway through the season. So I, they scored. They brought the ball back to half field. I put it down, and I right like the ref didn't even blow the whistle. I rifled it right into the back of the kid's head. Oh yeah, I and, and he, yeah, yeah, and he yeah. comes you know like over towards me, and I'm putting like let's go, let's go. I get a yellow. The referee's like he's like, do you want a red? I'm like I don't care. And he didn't give me a red, but he gives me a yellow, or whatever. So I go off. There's I think maybe 15 minutes left. Mm-hmm. Um, five minutes later. I'm back on because the coach, this was, it had to have been junior year because Getz wasn't there, but uh, he puts me back on and I go right after the kid and Cassard is laughing hysterically where I go over and just take the kid down mm-hmm. and step over, like just walk over him. And the, I remember this. The kid got up, and I can't remember if it was you or somebody else who grabbed me and yeah. was like, "All right, come on." There's a little so, scuffle. Like just like like literally, one of you guys had to pick me up, mm-hmm. and like and I was just like, "Listen, I don't care." Like, and I know some of my some of my athletes listen to my podcast now, so kids don't ever play like this again. But I just got to that point where you I was were like, very frustrated. I was very frustrated, and I was just like, you know what? I I, I had it. You had, look. I, I know. I remember exactly what you're talking about in, in the time. But also, you've had. I feel many a run in with uh, referees over, over our time <laughs> with, uh, with soccer. I mean, I and I remember many a scrum of us too. And I, I don't. You know, we're not like. I, I guess we, we weren't dirty players. We weren't no, dirty players, but though. Like, you know, and it's probably due to the frustration and being in high school and, and all that too. And we weren't like hoodlums. I'm sure we had this connotation, you know, coming from Niagara Falls or whatever. But. It's all part of the game. And it, Absolutely. It was fun, too. Now, do you think, and, and when I had uh, Rich Morano in here, mm-hmm. uh, we talked about this a little bit, but do you think with us being a city school, and we're going to talk about this with tennis, too, but do you yeah. think us being a city school, we had uh, we had referees looking to looking to card us, looking to uh, call a foul. We're not going to get the benefit of the doubt, whereas teams like uh, Luport, Niagara-Wheatfield, 
um, you know, your your typically better schools at soccer, do you think they're going to be the ones that are going to get the benefit of the doubt over oh, yeah. us? Yeah, hundred percent. I, I think we saw that play out. And, and look, it's not just in uh, you know in in our in our time too. Look at even sports nowadays. I mean, the better teams, the better players are usually going to be the ones not getting the calls, getting a little bit more of the benefit of the doubt, right? And we and that definitely happened with us. Oh, for sure. I don't remember us. I getting... don't want to be like screaming like we're poor sports, but look, I mean, no. it, it, it is it is what it is. I think folks know, you know, folks know because again, this is not just in high school sports or or little league sports. This is in it's in even at the pro level now. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, now we're gonna we're gonna switch. We're gonna go back and forth to tennis, but you were also tennis was. It's funny. Soccer was more of my primary sport, whereas yeah. tennis was. I mean, you were you were all tennis. Tennis was all sport. yours. Um, to this day, I think it's 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 NFL, but second, very close behind, is still tennis to this day. Now, when did you start? I know you played all throughout high school, but yeah. did you obviously start before that, like private lessons, anything, or no, did you just pick it up? Never had private lessons, um, and it would probably be I would say it was in middle school. Okay, and it was I remember going down the floor to my my aunt Michelle. She she was the first one to put a racket. I just went out and just swinging. I didn't know anything about tennis. You know, okay. at, at the time, I think this was probably maybe like sixth grade, somewhere in there, uh, somewhere in there. And and I was like, oh, this is fun. And then I found out about Andre Agassi. <laughs> All right. And, that, and that's yes. what really turned me on to, to tennis. See, I, I thought you'd be more of a Pete Sampras guy. No, I was. I mean, I th- you know, growing up, you either it's kind of like Nadal Federer now. You know, yeah. it was like you're either Sampras or you're, you're Agassi. I was definitely Team Agassi. And uh, and this is still when he had the you know the long hair and it just you know watching him like mesmerize me you, you know it was mesmerizing like, on the TV and obviously you know he's great one of the best you know tennis players to play but and he did so much for the sport. Uh, not only was he one of the best, I think he was personally the coolest. Well, oh, like, yeah, definitely. Like, uh, what, were, what were those camera commercials? Uh, yeah, the Rebel. Rebel. Yeah, Rebel. Like, yeah. I thought he was just, I thought he was, he was the guy that I thought brought tennis to the masses. Oh, he, def- he like, definitely. Like, he was like a Tiger Woods type of player oh, for, yeah. for golf. I mean, he was just, he brought yeah. it out there. He brought it, and then, you know, and then after he was done, uh, Venus and Serena helped expand that, to, you know, too as well, but... Yeah, he was just you know obviously amazing tennis player. Watch him; he's the one who you know gave me the you know love of tennis. By the way, as an aside, if, if you ever any of those listen who even even if you don't like tennis but you like reading about you know sports figures, his biography, you know, open it's called open like is and like like an open mat and one of the best books I've ever read. Really great, great, great read. I'll have to and check he that goes out. All into he goes into his upbringing. His dad's dad was like a hard. Like you know, a very tough on him, and with the you know with coaching on him and, and tennis, and he goes through all these all these times. I mean, I didn't even realize at that time too. Like the the Australian Open, which he won, ended up winning a couple of times. There was like eight to ten years or something that he never even went to play it. I mean, think how many more Grand Slams uh, yeah. he, you know he would have had. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So he yeah, I guess he you know he got me into the tennis, and then if you remember, I mean. This was in middle school, and we did this in high school too, as well. But we would go over to High Park. We made our own little tennis tournaments up. Oh yeah, you, Rob. I was know, usually H, out first round. Tice, Ronnie, <laughs> all, all all the guys, and you know, so we would. I mean, we would just play all the time, just having fun. Windy Meadows tournament. We had tournament names and in seedings and everything. Absolutely, we had we had Tyson here as one of our guests, and we were we were reminiscing a little bit about those yeah. days. Yeah. Um, yeah, those were those were fun, and like I said, yeah. those were usually uh, springtime, summertime. Whenever the weather started getting nice, it was yeah. usually you making the calls. Hey, dude, yeah. we're coming down to have a tournament. And, you Let's know, play we'd, some tennis. We'd get on our bikes, or as we got older, we'd just drive down. Yeah, and uh, no, those were a lot of fun. Like I said, I was usually uh, it was usually you and Rob in the finals. Yeah, 
um, Meech would Meech would squeeze in there occasionally in the finals, but uh, I was usually I, I could beat Tyson Ronnie. I could occasionally yeah. beat Mitro, like if he was having a bad day. Yeah, but uh, I wasn't touching you or Rob. I don't think I ever beat you and Rob. No, but uh, that's like us with you in soccer, right? So that that was <laughs> you know that was that was our sport. Um, Rob, now you know our boy Rob has his own. I mean, he he's a he's a coach too, right? He well, like personal and, and coach with tennis. He has his own has tennis his own court, court in his, his house. house. Yeah, and he can probably wipe the floor with me now. I don't know. It's been some years. I probably should just get over there to so he can pay me back for all the years that I would you know that I would be him. But we had those were those were some battles. You oh, and yeah. Rob at Hyde Park and oh, those yeah. tournaments, those were some battles. Oh, great, great. Um, and and he's a lefty too. And this kick this kick serve that he would put out, out wide to my backhand, which my backhand was not my strongest uh, shot. You know, the forehand was was my deal. Um, it made it very tough, uh, you know, to deal with. And he's just gotten better over the years. He's continued to play. I unfortunately, you know, haven't played as much, you know, as I, I would like to. I still watch all. You yeah, know, you know, you got the family, the you got tournaments. the yeah. Um, but no, we had a good squad. I mean, I played all four years, and and even you know, I remember my my freshman year too, and and we had um, uh, so you know the Mays, the Mays, Jordan right? and Jared. So Jordan, this is when Jared wasn't playing yet, but Jordan, you know, Jordan was there, and Peter Filicamo was there. Oh, I forgot Pete. Yeah, he played the, for soccer too. Yeah, the um, the twins, and I can't think of their name. Um, uh, I know who you're talking you know about, talking and I about? can't. Yes, because this Cause was Laura back... was the younger sister of them. And I yes. Think... Oh wait a minute, was Laura was there? Was Laura the younger, the youngest one? Laura was. Laura played. I forgot the twins yeah. were her sister, though. Yeah, the t- she had two twin sisters. Okay. Apologies, uh, <laughs> he was listening. <laughs> the Rizzutos. Yeah, the Rizzutos. Yeah, but um, they were great too, right? Because at That's the right. time too, we had uh, we had mixed team. That's right, because now yeah, it's boys and girls. Yeah, because now it's girls. Girls tennis is in the fall, and yeah. guys tennis is in the spring. Yeah, and I would say we would. Um, I remember playing against teams where they basically had all males. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like so, our females were playing, and and we had some strong females. And the Rizzutos, they played uh, the the twins played doubles together, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Or were they yeah, singles? They, no, they play singles, but they would play like in other terms. They would you know play doubles too. They're very you know very very good. We so we had a. We had, and then we had. Oh, I forgot his name. Was it Har- Dave Harshman? What was what was? A uh, Harshman. So Harshman. Uh, Jason Harshman. Jason. What? Jason. And he, I- I'll say this. He, um, he, he taught me a lot. So how I used to beat Rob, he used to be me. And he, and, and one day it was like one of those Vader to uh, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, Obi Wan things where he would beat me, and, and that gave me the drive to keep wanting to get better and better. And then then I overtook him. You know, you know, one day. I still remember uh, with with Harshman. He would always like talk to his racket or talk to himself <laughs> yeah. or just like in yeah. between points. Like, man, I can't believe I just did that. But, like, why, what are you doing? What are you like? Yeah. Like, okay, that's a little, but he, he, he he's was such a mild mannered guy off the court. Yeah. Such a great guy. I but he had that passion. Now, but he was, yeah, he had a passion. We had a squad, man. Absolutely. Like, if you if you think about it too, coming from Niagara, and this was throughout, it wasn't just the first year, this is every year. And we kept on getting better. I mean, I remember, I think Rob, Jared, Myself, we all made like what was it? All county, all uh, all know, Western uh, New York, and then uh, they had like state teams. And, yeah, yeah, and like I mean, we we had uh, you know a great, and, and we had a lot of fun too. I know we had a lot of fun in soccer, but then you know we had Tice join the team. Um, you were on the team. Meech is on the team too as well. And and you guys won some doubles matches playing. You know, you guys more of the double specialists. We got a doubles. I remember yeah. my big moment was when we beat uh, we beat Luports. I think I can't remember if it was me and. Meech or me and Tice mm-hmm. that uh, beat Luport's second doubles team, which was fun. Um, yeah. 
Now, speaking you, of that, I mean, this is one difference, right? I think what gave me the most pride of our, of our, our tennis is, now these are folks coming from Niagara Falls again, and tennis is usually viewed as, you know, a more of a country club sport. A ritzy sport. Ritzy. It's a ritzy sport because, you know, all these other folks, you know, you have private lessons, usually in tennis, right? You have lessons and everything. And, and some of our guys did have lessons on the team, like the Brazilians had lessons, you know, so people, it's not like they didn't have, they didn't have lessons, but a lot of us didn't. Uh, a lot of us more, you know, self-taught, and we would go in and beat these wealthy schools, your Louports. I mean, the, my, I think my favorite memory is being in Nichols. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, how does Nichols lose to Niagara Falls High School in tennis? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it wasn't, like you said, it was consistent. It wasn't like we were, we were uh, you know, had lost to them 10 years or no. four years straight, five years straight, and then beat them once and then lost them again. We we were, if we weren't, if we didn't have a winning record against them, it was yeah. at least 50-50. Yeah. It was but at least Luport, 500. I, I mean, Luport, I, yeah. You know, we. I would say that if you look over those, that might have been, we should probably look into this, the best four years of Niagara Falls High School tennis period. Oh, I'm sure. In the history of Niagara Falls, you know, high school. I'm sure. And I remember the Mays, uh, Jordan and Jared's dad at one point started, yeah. uh, remember he started coaching yeah. us or yeah. helping us out? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that was another, and it was just, it was fun. And I mean, it was, for me, it was funny because... I mean, soccer is my big sport, loved soccer. But if you look at it, my best winning percentage or more times that I had winning was in tennis. And it was more like tennis. I was just, if you, Rob, Mitro, if you guys weren't on the team or weren't playing, there's no way in heck I'm pinking up a tennis racket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no way I'm going. No, Nothing in my mind (laughs) said, hey, I want to play tennis. Yeah. I didn't have that, that passion that you guys had for it. The only reason I did it is you guys were like, hey, come out and play. Come out and play. Um, and I was always at, I could get to the damn ball. I was like fifty fifty if I could actually hit it over the net. But you were such in great shape, and your motor was at such a high level that you made up for it. And maybe what you didn't have from a like a technical standpoint, because obviously that wasn't your game. You know, no. soccer was more of your your game, and that's how you can just you you would outlast opponents. I just wish I could have developed over the years at least somewhat of a decent forehand or a because. De- <laughs> I could have gotten every ball, but I just, yeah. like I said, I was okay. It's there's there's a fifty fifty chance. It's either hitting the net or gonna get in play, or, or I got a shot. But yeah. <laughs> more often than not, it was going into the net. But I get to everyone. You got to everyone for sure. Yeah. No. Those. those that was such a you know great time. And again, having both you know the boys and the girls on the team you know it was it was a nice dynamic to have made for some interesting bus rides to uh you now, know to and from games what do you think especially later on like you said with that dynamic i mean yeah. most other team most other sports you're not playing with mm-hmm. guys and girls yeah. i mean you got the bowling where you're traveling together boys mm-hmm. bowling girls bowling mm-hmm. But uh, did you find that interesting, especially as the years went on, where it was guys and girls sharing a bus, playing? Sometimes you're playing. Did you ever play doubles with? Uh, did you ever have a girls partner for doubles early on in your career? You know, I never did um, because honestly, actually, the the females, the girls that were on the team at my when I was first starting, the Rizzuto girls, they were better than me. I was going to say at one so point that's how that's how it kind of worked, like in the high school tennis, where the top players. Because you have your first, second, and third singles. Yes, and then you'd have your two doubles teams. And so your top players would always play singles, and they were playing second and third singles. There was a a gentleman, I can't remember, he he played saxophone and jazz band. He was a really good sax player, and he played, I think it was my first year, 
Yeah, I don't think because I came on. Yeah, you came I on. came on. But he was really good. Anyway, anyway, junior like, or yeah, sophomore. These, these the ladies were so. Um, I never, I never did play with any of the females. I know, you know, you guys, Tice, Meech, Ronnie. I think you guys because when Angela Labuda and Jessica come and um, Tracy Lewis all joined the team, um, so they were mixed in there with some of the doubles uh, too as well. Yeah. Um, I don't think I ever played with any of them. I think, uh, I think Tice and Ronnie. Might have played with them and a couple. Then Laura, of course, was a Laura. Yeah, but Laura was another one. I don't know if she played doubles or did was she up to singles? Because I think wasn't it when when well, Harshman? Me, Robin, yeah, well, well, our senior year, I think I believe it was me, Rob, you and Robert and, and uh, Jared. Okay, so Laura would have played then first yeah, yeah, first yeah. doubles. Yeah. Okay. Jared, Jared was really really good too, just like his brother yeah. Jordan, um, and. So they, I mean, think about that. The top three was me, Rob, and Jarrett. You know, so and then and we had good people on the on the back end with the doubles. So the you know it was the last good couple of years. I mean, all those years were good. Did it, it, the name just all of a sudden sprung in my head? But did Nick Abel play tennis with us or no? Yes, you know, you're right. Nick played too. Did he play? Yeah, he definitely played a year because I remember. I remember that one. Of he my played with pictures, Laura a few times, didn't yeah, he? One of my favorite pictures was um, all of us around the net with our our, our NFL. And I felt our, our our high school uh, hoodies on. You know what I mean. I still have this. I think it went to the yearbook, uh, but I remember he was in that picture. Yeah, because those, and that was the best thing too. That all these schools like Luport Nichols, they would have like you know the tennis gear, the hundred dollar oh, yeah. tennis gear, like everything, the rackets. We came in like ten dollar ten dollar jerseys, like t shirts that were like printed from like you know some screen printer place or whatever oh yeah those were our jerseys some the, of the most comfortable t-shirts i'll say though the know. the white the just basically like an all white t-shirt with like niagara falls written in red and a mm-hmm. tennis racket That's that it. was that was it we that had, was our jersey well we had the home and away i believe so we had the red and did we the have white. an away yeah we had a red we had a red because one of my favorite ones and this was i think this was early, early on it was it was red and then i had the gray the gray stitching. Oh, and for, that's right. I don't know what terry cloth or whatever they they chose to <laughs> that year. Maybe they splurged an upper extra couple bucks. They, they spent like an extra dollar fifty. Yeah, it was all, it's a soft, no moisture wicking anything. You know what I mean? Like these are these are cotton t shirts. Um, and I rolled in. We roll in there, and we we had style too. We rolled with the bandana. That's where Agassiz's influence on the team. The bandana, uh, the sunglasses. Um, but I mean, think about it. these these guys like oh Niagara Falls coming, which you know for soccer or you know some of the other things like oh don't, don't worry about. It. But tennis coming, and for us to walk into their places, these kids from Niagara Falls and just take care of business. It was it was very gratifying. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun, especially that uh, like I said, the junior year, that was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Um, and I think that was junior year. I think that's where that's where Jared's uh, dad. Did a lot more, like got a lot more involved mm-hmm. um, in the coaching and kind of would, uh, you know, during practices. I remember him taking me to the side a few times and trying to show me a few things. Or um, he had a nasty backhand. Yeah, he that did. Sliced backhand. Mr. Yeah. May. Oh, Mister May could play. Yeah. Mister May could play. That thing would hardly get off the surface once it once it bounced. Yeah, and that's just it. And just, uh, I mean, not that I was ever a good player, but learning a few things from him yeah. definitely made me a lot better. Where mm-hmm. you know, and it. it the way he would break it down too, it's like like dude like it just made it like, wow, that's so friggin' obvious. How did I not like mm. how was I not doing that in the first place? Like yeah. he would just he had a way of just breaking it down. So yeah. simple. I don't know why he wasn't our coach to begin with, but 
Well, like, that's probably because he had. I mean, I'm sure he was busy. Was he in the police department or something, or he was in something like it was either police department or uh, politics or, ah, so or something. But he was he was a busy guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he'd only be out there maybe one or two practices a week, if that. Mm-hmm. Or he'd come for a week and then couldn't come for like a month. Yeah. But uh, man, it was it was fun when he did come. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, though, we also had a lot of everyone on that team was very smart. If I think about it now, if I if I look back, it's like, well, how did we without with many of us not having, you know, private coaches or lessons or anything like some of these other folks? And I mean, the team was filled with not for anything. I mean, they were filled with honor students. Yeah, we <laughs> were all honor about, students. I if mean, you think about it, and 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 people that had you know passion, determination, you know, wanting to learn on their own and everything too. So, I mean, I'm sure that helped out. Uh, oh, absolutely. Out um, it's a very one- mental game. Now, one thing, um, just in sports in general, do you yeah. think like having that mental edge, having that uh, that knowledge, not only of the sport but in the classroom, yeah. do you think that kind of that that helps a lot? Yeah, I, I, I think so. I think part of it is obviously having you know a, a lot of sports is mental. Now, some more than others, like golf, probably one of the most mental you know sports. Yeah, another sport going to go with. Yeah, tennis is very mental too. Um, you know, obviously, tennis is one of those games where. Very, very, very rarely in sports do you have just one against one, you know, and you don't have coaching through the match. You know what I mean? Like, it's just you, you know, you're not in the corner like boxing or something, getting a little, you know, talk to, it's just one against one. And um, you have to have that mental fortitude. If you look at, you know, some of the, you know, the champions over time, whether it's Federer, Djokovic now, you know, Nadal too as well, even them their mental game and being able to, all right, you lose a set or you lose a key game to come back the next set or come back from a, you know, when you're down in, in a match to, you know, to come back. And we've seen that, you know, consistently through sports. Um, I know you're, you're not your favorite athlete, uh, uh, Tom Brady, hmm. uh, but I mean, let's not, just, not a fan of the show. Not a fan. I, I personally, obviously like more of a, a, a like respect for what, for what he's done, but he's not the most athletic. Guy. Come on. No, you know what I mean? And a, a quarterback on the field, but, Outside of his leadership abilities and what he does to raise the level of the team, but just the mentally being able to lock in, you know, and, and come back. And I think, and it's not that, no, I, I don't think that you have to be, like I said, we are honest students, but I think that just helped us in the sense that we didn't have any of this other coaching, so to speak, and we put it on ourselves, you know, to, to do. Um, but I think there's probably certain positions in sports where you need a certain mental oh, for know, sure. aptitude. Like you uh, said, you're not getting coached. It's yeah. you know you might get the occasional glance or the occasional yell over from a, your yeah. your coach outside the cage, but it's one it's, piece, it's, right? Yeah. You drive the motivation, you know, all that all that factors into as well. Um, but yeah, it, it definitely has it definitely has played. And I think you know, as especially when you when you get down in a match or you get down in a game or something like that, to be able to overcome that, what separates out like the great champions from from those who had all the talent in the world, maybe not. I, mean, I don't want to poke fun at like. Uh, not pulling fun, but like Aaron Rodgers. I mean, how do you have you only been to one Super Bowl? How many NFC championships have you been to? Don't give me crap because you can pull up any statistic you want and you'll see. He had good enough defenses. He had good enough yeah. offenses. How do you not get over that hump? So I think there's, and I don't think it's in this respect, maybe not so much of a mental. He's a very intellectual, you know, guy. But it goes to the other intangibles that you need to bring, you know, your team to the the next level. Now, can you say the same thing about Manning? Peyton, I mean Peyton only Most won two, small. and Peyton had to chase that last one in Denver. Like he he went to a team probably that, the smartest quarterback, right? From a from a quarterback play. But how did seen. he? I mean, I know he was going against Brady in almost every AFC yeah. Championship game. But how do you? 
how does Brady have six and you only have two? Or Brady have seven? What does he have, seven, seven now? Seven. How does he have seven and you only ended up with two? And you had to literally, I mean, let's be honest, that, that championship in Denver, that wasn't that wasn't no, Peyton winning one. that one. No, he was Brock Osweiler starting for some of the season, yeah, too. That was that, was that no. defense, defense winning that championship. That yeah. But, I mean, can you say the same thing that you say about Rodgers, about yeah. Peyton? Underachieved. Both of them. Two of the most talented quarterbacks that we've ever seen. They've under to me at the end of the day you, they'll have a lot of records. Both first ballot, obviously, right? Peyton went in the Hall, and, and Aaron Rodgers will be first ballot Hall of Fame. Now maybe Rodgers gets another one this year, um, but you know you don't let someone come in first time in the other conference and, and beat you in your own stadium. You know, let alone the other NFC championships you lost in the last year. But at the end of the day, I think that it's something else that um, so only certain players have that lifts the overall team. Not just the offense, not just the defense, and then there's something else that a player has in those key moment, moments of a game, where they just can—I don't know what it is—a switch or something. They zone in and they can get it done, and others falter. Oh, absolutely! I mean, you know what happened last year? Everyone's talking about uh, Matt Lafleur. Oh, why didn't you let Aaron Rodgers go for a fourth down? Did you see the three downs before? <laughs> I mean, now maybe Aaron Rodgers would have, but he had three chances. He had three chances. He had three chances, and you know he didn't get it. And again, I don't want to pick. You know, I'm not picking on Aaron. I actually really like Aaron Rodgers. He's he's an amazing quarterback. Does a great job on Jeopardy. Does a great job on Jeopardy, right? <laughs> but there's certain, and 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 he's on every Tuesday on Pat McAfee, right? Great conversations. But there's there's something. There's a reason why you know your Brady's of, of the world have won that Montana. You know, before that, and I mean, and. And then there's reasons why you have a lot of talent, but you're not able to get over the hump. And I, I'm, I'm just hoping that, like, from a Josh Allen standpoint, right, he's got all the talent in the world. Now, and this is a perfect example, going back to what we were talking about at the beginning, you know, right, the Sunday in, in, in Foxborough. These are the games you need to win. Oh, for sure. These are this the is how you make your name. You want to be a champion, you know, you want to be – these are the games, you know, that you need to win. Um, Last year he did it. This year, you know – he faltered in whatever you want to call it, a slip, whatever. He faltered in Tennessee. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't know how you only score six points against Jacksonville. Yeah. But he, you know, granted there were in the, both the Patriots and the Buccaneers games. I mean, there should have been pass interference penalties in the end zone on both of them. But you still had many plays before that, many drives before that. And yeah. you, you, you can't do it. Uh, last year he was doing it. This year he's not. Yeah. Let's, uh, you know, it, who knows? He might have to do it again, you know, against the Patriots. Yeah. And I don't again. I don't want to keep. I, no. I feel like we should just put Brady aside for a second because you can't. Why keep comparing it to? I mean, that's more of a one of. Well, I mean, there, there's a reason. As as much as I hate him, as not hate him, as much as I dislike him, um, he's a type of guy where you know, even five, ten years ago, even now, you know, if hey, we traded for Tom Brady, you know, not not now having Allen, but hey, we you know, five years ago, we traded for Tom Brady, we got him on the team. Great. You know, thank you. We got a yeah. Super Bowl coming our way. Yeah, um, he's a guy that you you hate playing against, but um, he's there's a reason he's the goat. There's a reason he's got seven rings. There's yeah. a reason that uh, defense he drives defensive coordinators crazy, and they plan specifically to stop him, and he still makes them look foolish nine times out of ten. Yeah, it's it's. Um... Yeah, you know, we'll never, I, I, and you never say never because you never know what can happen in the future. But I, I probably with this guy, you, you, no one's gonna go to ten Super Bowls, win seven. Who knows what happens this year and, and win seven rings? And you know, again, I, I, I don't want to make it all about the quarterback because football is an ultimate team sport. Um, but even the football players say the quarterback's the most pos- important position on the team. 
I think we have one now in Buffalo. You know, I, I think we do. And so that's why I think this year was not about, say, why we've lost six games so far is not all, you know, on Josh Allen. Yeah. Um, but you also quarterback, because you're the leader of the team, that's where, you know. It's going to fall on your shoulders. Yeah, if you're comparing the Bradys to the Rodgers, you know, to, to the Mannings of the world. Now, Manning did it, too. He went to another team. And he brought another team, the first Super Bowl that he won, or um, uh, he lost, sorry. He lost versus Seattle, but he at least brought him to the Super Bowl. That was on him. That was on him. That was on him. Um, And You could say the loss was on him, too. Yeah. But. Yeah, yeah. And so, but, you know, speaking of that, too, like, if you think about the amount of young, exciting quarterbacks that we have in our league, which is great. Because Rodgers is not going to be here forever. Brady's not going to be here forever. Ben's done. It's a changing of the guard. Last year. Um, but finally, we have like because there was a time like a couple of years ago when you didn't have a lot of great quarterback play outside of the top, you know, outside, especially in the AFC, outside of yeah. like Rivers, Manning, and Brady. Yeah, Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger. Yeah. You didn't. You didn't really have them no. much more. That was about it. I think so, about it. every division you have young, yeah. great talent. You know, we just oh, saw Mahomes and Herbert. You, got, you know, go at it. The, the AFC the is loaded. The AFC is loaded. The AFC is loaded. I feel yeah. like the NFC with Murray coming they're on finally. Yeah, they're, Murray, they're, yeah, they're, Murray. They're getting yeah. there. Yeah. But the AFC is just loaded with loaded. quarterbacks. Yeah, unfortunately for us, yeah, and the Bills fans. But all right, it'll be all that sweeter when we get that <laughs> yeah. when we get that ring finally. Yeah. Um, now it kind of brings it back. Like uh, Brady, of course, had last week where he smashed the tablet at the sideline. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you? That just shows how much you care, though. I want to see my quarterback smash the tablet. Well, I was just going to ask you: Do you like that teammate that has that fire, yes. or do you like more of the teammate who kind of gets in your face, is trying to? He's got that passion, but he's pumping you up, like, dude, yeah. come on, let's go, let's go, let's get it. Yeah. Or do you like that, like that guy that smashes and you know does it, but. You guys are all a bunch of idiots. You guys are what? Are, why are we messing up? Like, like well, what? What type of team? A bunch of idiots. But I, uh, I apparently he was apparently he was he was cursing out his coaching staff a little bit there. Well, he coached off the he he cursed out the Saints coaching staff. But he's gotten it run. He's run into some yeah I, over the years, of course, with his own coaching staff. It's a great question. I think it comes down to personality too, because we always ask this question about coaches. You know, do you want to, I mean, how many times in Buffalo we had like dud coaches, right? And you're like, can Dick you show Trump. a little emotions? But we've also seen coaches who. I mean, look at Hoodie. You know, he doesn't really show too much he emotion, show and, and 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 he's the best who's ever coached, right? So, I, I think you know, in the sense of yeah, the quarterback, I want to see, and I think Josh has this. Now he's not slamming tablets, but he definitely shows that emotion, and, and it just shows. And it, what's crazy with Brady too? I mean, look, he lost two of his top receivers and his top running back during that game, and you know, I watched that game. Bad drops, bad routes. You know, I mean, there's there's frustration, but I think it also shows how much that he cares or if it's not him someone else doing it how much they care because how many times we see quarterbacks and they make mistakes and they're just kind of like they got this dopey look on their face walking to the side one that comes to mind was and he got a lot of slack for it was jay cutler oh yeah that jay cutler well, he's a poster child for that he always he just looked like he and again pretty good quarterback in his own right but yeah, he got talented very talented he got he got such the rep of just looking like that kid well, whatever yeah, okay like, do you want to be there like yeah like, yeah. come on, kid, let's go. Like, uh, yeah. Look, but he he played decent, but yeah, he was just good. Eh. decent. But like, uh, he, he he definitely would have had that rep from the media if, and and from other like if he didn't have that nonchalant type attitude. Yeah, for me, I'd rather. And and again, I think it comes down to personality because of course we have, you know, a lot of great quarterbacks who aren't as fiery as say like your Brady. Uh, you know, Rod, I mean, I mean, if you look at it too, it's like sometimes you watch Rodgers. And he's almost like you see his face like when receivers are dropped. Off. It's almost worse than Brady. 
because he's almost like he's he's almost like what are you a dumbass or you know what I mean? It's this guy's part of my language. Yeah, you're here. Good. <laughs> but uh, you know what I mean? Like so, him. I, I'd rather have someone who's who's fiery, who gets in because here's the thing: you can't do that. You can't be that passionate. You can't be that fiery, slamming tablets, getting in your your player's face, and still win that much when you're not a good person on the back end. Because if you listen to all the stories of of Brady's. Uh, and I don't mean to turn this into a Brady podcast here, but all the stories of his teammates throughout the years, what is the one thing that they say consistently? He's a better person off the field than on the field. He 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 knows every from the, the say, the lowest player on the team to, to the top. You know what I mean? You Everyone hears the story the first time you, someone meets Tom Brady. He's like, he introduces himself, hey, I'm Tom Brady, blah, blah, blah. But it goes beyond that, right? So I think he can get away with being that fiery and passionate because – you know, he's not just doing that on Sunday and then not caring about his teammates yeah. or the team the rest of the week. Now, I know for me, I definitely had that switch where for soccer, when I was on the field, mm. even if I was playing against you, even if I knew you for, you know, since childhood, if I played against you, I like hated your guts on the yeah. field. But then the second the game's over, it's, you know, hey, bring it in, you know, hey, yeah. good game, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, in tennis, being an individual sport, was yeah. it a, was it a little different to kind of have that that on off switch, or was it like you either had to be on the entire time, you had to be off the entire time? Yeah. How was it with that individual sport for tennis? Yeah, I think I think to me, the the mental part of it is even so much more where you just have to tune out whether you know who's across the net or not. Because even in, in professional, a lot of these guys are friends, you know, yeah. off you know off the court. And you have to just lock in and say and have that I'm all right, I'm gonna take care of business today. You know, you're not my you know, not my friend. Um now I would say like it's it's funny because even just playing like against our our friends and stuff, I couldn't get there, like in my mentality when I would play against you guys, but like because I just can't, you know. But playing against you I mean, our team was like our best friends, right? You know, growing up but like playing against someone from the opposite team, well, hundred percent. You know, now, did you did you know anybody um, like personally off the court from the from these other teams? Like, did you hang around with them like outside of tennis or no? And I think that up? probably made it easier, right? Okay. You know, I think that made it easier because I think I'm someone. I think this also goes to a personality too as well. It, it'd be hard for me, like so. For example, say you were playing, I was playing you. You were at LaSalle because Niagara Falls back then, right? Niagara Falls and LaSalle were two different schools. We could have easily could have easily played, a, yeah, you know, high school, and yeah, played against each other. But then hanging out during the week and stuff, that would be hard, harder for me, you know. So you think it it would have made a difference it if you had definitely made a difference, you know. Even even in a compet, like even if you in sectionals in state tournament, yeah. even at that high level, yeah. knowing that, and, the person, and I would say that's a flaw for me, right? That's a flaw okay. for my person. I think that you can't have that in sport. I mean, the the best players are again not sometimes the most athletic, but just the most clutch mental. In, in any sport, yeah. name a sport, basketball, the, you know, football, tennis, soccer, whatever. They just know how to get to that, you know, to that next. Play it when they're, especially playing when the games really matter in the big moments. For me, though, if I had someone like a good friend across, it'd be tougher for me to not. It's easy to, when I don't know the person, to lock in and say, all right, I got to beat this person. You know, can beat them down. It's another thing where it's like I'm going to see your mother on Sunday for sauce. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, that's, that's, and again, that's probably just. A personality thing, a little flaw there uh, from a competitiveness, but now it's yeah. funny for me. Even in uh, like I did track and field, even in tennis, for me I'm kind of the opposite. Not that I, I I enjoyed playing like guys that I that I knew, yeah, 
Um, especially when I knew we were like, I didn't, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't enjoy playing you or Rob cause I knew you guys were on such another level in yeah. tennis. Yeah. Um, probably but, wasn't fun, but in the battles with, you know, me and Meech, yeah. you know, where Meech was better, but I was at least, I was at least in the same ballpark. Yeah. You guys went back and forth. Um, or Tice later on, yep. Ronnie, yep. um, I enjoyed playing those guys and, and the times that I beat them. Yeah. Um, just because it, it, for me, it just, it pushed me to that extra level. It was like, all right, let me, you know, I, I got to win or Mitro's never going to let me hear the end of this yeah. <laughs> or, or Tice is going to rip me if I like, it just, for me, I enjoyed playing against, against guys that I knew. Yeah. Um, even in soccer, those, some of those games against, uh, LaSalle, I enjoyed, uh, you know, going out and, and slide tackling one of the guys that I knew or, or, uh, you know, with, um, Deacon him out or nutmegging him or whatever through yeah. and and you know looking back those are probably some of your more vocal games against those guys oh absolutely you, them. Like you, were, and you were yapping on the field I remember that I was a big yapper the pitch I was a big I was a big yapper on the pitch yeah um but uh, no that was one of my things too I love trash talking <laughs> I love trash talking sometimes it got me in trouble sometimes I crossed that line you did I was a trash talker whether I knew you or whether I didn't if I knew you I kind of trash talked a little more yeah um. Now, was there that same t- trash talk in tennis, or was it a little harder because you've got that distance between the two of you? You know, I think it was more of you can you can definitely trash talk in, in, in tennis, okay. right? But I think it was just more of the uh, I don't want to say because it's a gentleman's sport or anything like that. It has definitely changed over time. You know, I think like it seems like there's a lot more John McEnroe's in tennis yeah, nowadays. Yeah, Curio. You know, so there's some there's some definitely some hotheads, and I think it's more accepting from the media. But it's still at the end of the day, you still get in situations like Serena did a couple times, and here where like tennis fans don't they want to see that passion and the emotion, but when it turns say versus the competitor versus like a line judge versus the you know the the umpire, it's very frowned upon. So I mean, there's time. I mean, think about how much we beat. T- you know, teams we could have easily been like, you know, triple X and saying trash talk. I mean, imagine that during a tennis match. Actually, <laughs> I actually want to go back and see, like, yeah, like, and start doing that during the match. You ace someone, and you just like, you know what I mean. But when you when you do that in tennis, is more like, for example, you ace someone. You're more pumping up yourself. You're not like looking at your part. You know, and and you give them that stare down. You give them yeah. that stare down. Yeah. Um, I think though it has changed a little bit in the sport, but it, I think tennis is still a sport where it's more. A little bit more gentlemanly, you know, frowned upon to be, to it's looked at as more of unsportsmanlike yeah. to get in the face of your competitor. They want to see you to be fiery and towards the fans and towards yourself and passion. But if it's directed in a negative way, yeah. Um, which, by the way, this is this whole I don't I don't want to go into the tangent here, but like with football and with the, the taunting the rule. Taunting is I was just thinking re- of that. The most ridiculous. Who was it the other day who got a taunting penalty for all he did was point. At the player, and it was like a fifteen-yard taunting penalty. And even I was watching the game with Vicky, and she was she's like, "Where was the penalty? Yeah, what this, was the penalty?" This is gonna. I'm telling you right now. I, I I pray it doesn't. But if this decides like one of these playoff games or a key moment, you know, oh, sure down the stretch to. in December, like this this was this was by far. I mean, there's been a lot of rule changes, and I know we have to adapt and everything. Blah blah blah. But uh, this was by far the dumbest rule yeah. change that the NFL has had in the last couple of years. Yeah. Some, I mean, it's it's gone overboard. It's yeah. it's becoming. The, I hope they retract it somehow. It's going back to where it used to be the no fun league. Yeah, remember where you you'd spike the ball and it was a five yard penalty after a touchdown or yeah, no celebration, no celebrations in the end zone. Yeah. You had to do. This. 
Come on. This is ridiculous. I mean, the amount of the amount that these guys work, the amount of yeah. punishment that these yeah. guys take on their body. Yeah. When you finally get in that end zone, do whatever you want. Make a big hit. Do some and like yeah. these this isn't like this isn't tennis. Like they're body blowing against each other. Motions run high. So what do you want to say? So, you know, give a little something like, you know, that's I mean, because they're, some of these calls are just plain ridiculous. They're yeah. not trying to be disrespectful. They're just little sportsmen, you know, and I, I know it's a point of emphasis this year, right, with the league. I just hope that this was this is it. This is the only year. And then they go right back to what, the way it was before because it's honestly ridiculous. I agree. You call taunting and you can't call pass interference to, what the – what the? Oh, mm. we got screwed. I, I, it's not, <laughs> this is not just being a Bills fan. I mean, even the media. I mean, I remember watching Good Morning Football the next morning, and they were talking about it too. Oh, you for know, sure. Some of the calls we 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 definitely. And you know have. when we're getting some love from the media, you know something. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. it's you know it's bad. The media wants us to win, though. I feel like they're waiting for a Buffalo Bills, and I I'm totally not. Look at we're we have we definitely have the talent. We can make it to the bowl. We can win this thing. Listen, we just you know we 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 had that little bit of a slump. Yeah. You know, we can we can still pull it together. It's not like just the train. You know, it hasn't caught off the rails. Just you get know. into the dance. Absolutely, that's all Tampa you got to do. Won last year, they were wild card. Got to be in it to win it. Just get in. Hey, we win next week. We still got the AFC champion. We ne- next week's for our there's, this this week's for the title. Yeah, because there's no way. I mean, I guess who knows the Bills this year? They lost to the Jags, but I can't foresee in Buffalo just being at the game on losing on to Atlanta and the Jets. Jets. Yeah, that's not no. happening. No. <laughs> so, um, no. Now, Mark, now you played you played uh, college tennis. Yeah. Um, how many years? I forget. How many years just did you one. play? I only played it was one just the one I at Canisius, right? From Canisius okay. to UVA, and uh, and going from U to to UVA, which was a nationally ranked top twenty five program. I actually did a l- l- little harder to make the team. A little harder, but I didn't even try. And <laughs> and part of it was, and, and I don't think it was because of like it was nationally. Ranked. It was more of um because who knows? Maybe I would have squeaked in there as like a double second double or something. But like you were that. also getting into your major. You were getting well, more into yeah. It was more the school that I went to at that time with the business and the amount of work that you know that needed to be put in for that, but. But yeah, no, and I had and I played with Rob at Canisius. Um, so our first year together, as you know, you know, uh, me, Absolutely. you, Rob, and me sharing a dorm. Shared a dorm. The, fondest we, memories. We, we could do an entire podcast yeah, on just that. One day be a, a podcast. <laughs> the freshman year of, of college, sharing a room. room Bosh, together with Bosh, everyone. second floor. Bosh, that was amazing. But yeah, we had and, and we and it was nice because it, it was the first time where I was actually like traveling extended distances. You know, in college, you know, high school, we would just go around yeah, the area. You'd, you'd take maybe a forty-five minute road trip. State, you know, and 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 it was uh, it was also a great and a great team to be a part of uh, too as well. Different, obviously, the competition you know is higher. The stakes, I felt like the stakes too were a little bit higher when you're in college versus you know in high school. Now, were um, you were you singles player or doubles player in college? You know, it's a great question. I believe I played both. I remember okay. some. I remember some matches. No, I definitely played both. So because I definitely remember some matches that I played singles, and I believe, and I remember playing some doubles with Rob actually. Too okay. Well. Yeah. Now was it the same setup where it was one, two, three singles, yeah. and then second, first double, second doubles, or yeah. was there was there an additional players? I believe there might have been a fourth singles, as I'm trying to remember back, but I believe it was very very similar setup, and um, and we had Kanishas had a pretty good team. Yeah, I was going to say we, we had a pretty you guys, good team. You guys were pretty we solid. We weren't dominating like like in high school, you know, the team. But we, yeah, we weren't. It wasn't like a situ. It was um, definitely like we were in every single say match that we went to versus versus uh, these colleges. Do you remember the biggest, well, like the biggest school that you played, or just walking into a school and be like, "Wow, where?" Like, did you get? Did you ever get shell shocked from one of these bigger schools going to there on a road trip? No, there was. Um, 
I don't know if it was was it Mercyhurst or something. Does that sound familiar? Mercyhurst was in our, our Mercy conference. Mercyhurst, yeah. Um, I don't think I felt like shell shocked, but I believe they had, they had just a you know a really good. Team. You knew like when you were going to play like a really good team. Did we have a chance versus not? I mean, I guess it was kind of like when we used to play Nichols, you know, in in high school too. Like you you just know like all right, you have to bring your A game, your best. But I, it wasn't because we never played outside of the MAC in the sense of. Like, oh, so it was all you were playing just all Mac just teams. All Mac, yeah, okay. so it wasn't like okay, now I'm going for example UVA. Yeah, you know what I mean, or or I'm going to go against Duke or something, or you know what I mean. It was we always played like in our in our conference, uh, and maybe it changed after my freshman year. So it was never like these these schools just from hearing the name that you would be, you know, oh my God, I'm going to play it. Yeah, know, this team, you know, this this school like that. now I know track and field would have like big invites where there'd be like you know tournaments like. Um, like five, six, seven, ten schools, twelve schools. Yeah, yeah. We was it like that for tenement? Yeah, yeah. We had a MAC tournament. Okay. Um, Did you, but you never, never outside of uh, like you didn't even have for those bigger tournaments. You didn't have outside schools bringing their players in. No, no. I at least I I don't remember that. I remembered like the I remember Big Mac and actually it was played indoors. Um, so now it questions me. Question me like why was it played indoors? Maybe it was just the venue, but it was a, the big tournament that we had, um, and. And I remember me and Rob playing some type of I, – I don't know if we made – you have to ask Rob when he comes on. But it was some type of big doubles game match. And maybe it was in the MAC. Cause I, no, I remember playing singles in the MAC too as well though. So, um, But it was in some term. It was, it was – so I don't know if we made like at so, a certain level like in college, you know, kind of like an all-county or, or something like this. But I remember playing in a really tough match uh, with Rob that had more stakes to it. He'll probably remember. Okay. Better than me when you have them on. Yeah. Nice. Now, yeah, Kanisha's days, the Kanisha's tennis days, maybe because it was only one year short lived, and I had fun, you know, because Rob was on the team mainly. We had, we actually had some, you know, a couple characters on that team, but it, it, it pales in comparison to the high school just because of all you guys being, <laughs> just because of the team that, you know, some of those that, bus that rides we were fun. So it was, def- it was definitely more memorable, you know, in, in high school, even though we did win some in, in, in college too as well. It was more uh, memorable in high school, I would say. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, the The competition level was it that? Mm-hmm. Did you find the competition level that much more ramped up? Yeah. Or so it was like playing nickels every week. Oh, really? So these guys were like, yeah, these are. I mean, because you know, in college, even if it's just Mac, right? The I mean, we were playing against. You're getting foreign kids from around the world. You yeah. Know what I mean, that are coming to play. You know, because they're coming to the United States for the great college education. You don't have to go to, uh, say, a huge state school for that, right? Some of these private schools are very good you know, from a academic standpoint. So it was literally like, there was no, I'm not trying to think of like a really bad team uh, that we would play against in, uh, in, uh, in Niagara, in, I in like, tennis. I feel like LaSalle was pretty bad. Yeah, right? LaSalle's bad. That's a good example. So, so uh, it, it wasn't like playing them. Like you were playing your Lockports, your Nichols. There was no scrubs. There was, there was no, no scrubs. scrubs. Very, no, no scrubs. Um, now you, you said you only played the one year and then you transferred to UVA, obviously yeah. for, for academic reasons. Yeah. Um, do you remember we almost sorry to interrupt you we almost went to Hawaii you ma- you ma- you <laughs> I, remember, was, I that? remember that I was just telling the story to someone the other who the heck was I telling I the remember other day? that all I, I don't I know you and I were did Meech and Rob apply to their no, two no it was just me and New York crazy I, we were yeah we were thinking of going to uh, uh, transferring to University of Hawaii yes I don't know what the heck ever happened with that but we were we were I, did and then we, you were close to Arizona State too I was. Well, it was, was funny. It Arizona State, right? Oh yeah, it was yeah. funny. I was talking to this uh, with one of my assistant uh, track coaches, Dan, 
Dan Norton, who we've had on here, um, was it Mitro was the only, no, Rob was the only one that was originally going to go to Canisius. Rob. Because Rob was all set to go to Canisius. Yes. I was going to Arizona State. Meech was going into the military, I believe, right? Meech and I, we had that flirtation with going into the Air Force. We went uh, and went on Niagara Falls there on Pine Avenue. But then didn't you – I know you had that with Meech, but didn't you have another school? Yes. uh, I forget what the school was. Alfred. Alfred. You were going to go to University Alfred. Yes. And then I think Meech might have been – he dropped that and he went over to Canisius. You dropped Alfred and went over to Canisius. And then I eventually was like, all right, whatever. Arizona State wanted to do their thing. I yeah. dropped – and we all roomed together freshman year. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was Rob, – Rob was the only, the one, only one that was like, nope, this is my top school. I'm going to Canisius. So, Rob, if you listen back to this one day, like think about if you never made that decision. If Rob – listen, if Rob would have made that NU, maybe we're all at NU talking about the Purple Eagles or you know, maybe we're all at UB talking about the Bulls. Or, yeah. But uh, yeah, Rob, Rob was the one that got us all the Canisius. In fact, I I didn't even apply to Canisius until probably no, it was very late, probably February or March, because I believe they had a rolling admission. Yeah, which I think saved us too as well. Oh yeah, because I was going to I had some type of you know helpful scholarship to Alfred and uh, which was an expensive school too. Um, yeah, and um, yeah, cause, so I must not have applied until later. I I applied I think February or March, and then I scrambled. I was like, all right, whatever. Let me apply to Canisius, Brockport, Cortland. Right, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I applied to a bunch of them, and yeah. Canisius just made sense. Yeah. And it was great. I mean, look at it. I don't want to say anything bad about Canisius. It was great. First of all, our, our first year together was awesome. You know, and uh, it was just like, you know, I remember us. We were talking and looking at – when we were in high school, we did well in high school. But, like, my family, I, you know, my parents didn't go to college. You know, I didn't – Same here. Same here. Right? So it wasn't like I was pushed to go to some of these, say, yeah. high-end colleges. And, yeah, or, and we, we didn't have parents, oh, you got to check out this school. you, you got to check, check out yeah, this school. No. they got to check the, – no. our, our, our parents were more of just ha- – they were happy their kids were yeah. in the game. They you were happy – this they, generation going to college. The, right? yeah, exactly. The first ones to go. Exactly. Yeah. And so I say that because it wasn't like we all applied to a bunch of different schools either or – and apply to schools that we probably could have got into with our, you know, we did well in high school or whatever with our, with our grades. And so that's why at Canisius, I remember both, you know, we were looking at it as like, well, and you start learning about the college experience and everything. Well, hey, there, there's other things, you know, we can do. Why not? Tra-? And then, you, then we learn about, oh, you can transfer. And I remember getting the, the pamphlet in from Hawaii and you and I looking at it. I was like, imagine if we made that move, if we went to Hawaii. I forget. For did we? I know we filled out the application. Did we ever send them in? I can't remember if we sent them in or not. I don't think we did. And and it's and I why I say this, because I think the only, because when I sent away, like I looked at the top 25 schools in the country too, and UVA was the only one that I applied to. Yeah. And, and luckily got in, because it's a hard school to get into number one, but especially to transfer into. Again, naive, being naive. <laughs> you know, I sent it to, you know, and I only chose to go to that to to even apply to that school because their their pamphlet was so be- like their uh, the grounds of their school was so beautiful on the pamphlet it looked like a great place I was like mom this is where I'm going she actually brought me down there um, which you you know you've made the trip many times with Johnny mm-hmm. and and Meech and then Ronnie and stuff right but you gotta get Zeke on this podcast yeah uh, but then going and seeing the the grounds of the school and it's like and it's at a beautiful this point, campus I didn't even know about the business school. Or that you know what I mean like you I didn't just know that I was going to do. I was just like I'm sold on the camp, and like this is the only one I'm going to apply to, and then, and then I end up getting in. Um, but hey, 
that Hawaii pamphlet looked great. I mean, <laughs> I was that, like say, imagine imagine they, us in, in Hawaii. There, uh, there, there were some nice uh, beachfront pictures on oh, there. Yeah. You know, it was. Uh, whew, we Who did, knows where our life would have went? Man, from there, if we, we would have pulled, because we, we would have got in. Oh, I'm I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, no, we could be uh, we could be sipping on the beach right now, or you know, uh, having some kind of beachfront property or beachfront yeah. business or, or surfers something. maybe. You know, oh, maybe absolutely, been surfers or something. You know, I, I know. could I could have been coaching uh, a bunch of Hawaiians playing soccer. You know. Oh but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but as that transfer to UVA, do you yeah. do you ever regret? Um, not I, regret might be a strong word, but do you ever wish that you you had that opportunity to play all four years in college? Um, or yeah. uh, I think yeah, I I think so. It would have you know what it is. I love the best thing about sports is like the relationships that you build and being part of a team. And again, whether you you win like we did a lot in tennis or you lose like we did a lot in. You know, in, in soccer, those friendships, obviously, right, they stick and they, they stay. Last. And, and and I think it teaches you a lot of things, too. It teaches you discipline. It teaches you teamwork. It teaches you, you know, things that carry over into, obviously, we're not in, well, I know you're still, you know, coaching, but, like, we're not professional athletes, right? But it carries into other parts of, of your uh, your It carries life, into your, your professional experience. careers, exactly. you know. Exactly. So a lot of things that you learn there. So, I mean, it was a sacrifice that, again, who knows what I would have been on the team anyways, you know, not starting first, second singles or something at UVA. I mean, this is a top, one of the top teams in the country, but yeah, I did, I dis I did miss that camaraderie, you know, the, uh, that the only that, that joy that you get from say winning as a team, you know, uh, you know, together from sports at the same time, you know, I'm very blessed in, you know, what I was able to, you know, accomplish in, in the jobs that I got. And that was because of the work and dedication I put into the academics uh, while I was at UVA. Right. So it's, I guess it's a trade-off um, because me, I know, and there's, and there's obviously people out there, many great examples of these, these unbelievable academic scholars who do well, you know, 4.0 and they can, you know, lead their team to a national championship or something like that. That that wouldn't have been me though. Like you know that yeah, it was it, either. It, it takes a lot of dedication to yeah. do that. Like, yeah, you're you're like not no life whatsoever. Yeah, you're not out. Uh, you're, you're not out having a few pops afterwards. You I know? needed to have my and trust me, I did a lot of academic. Well, it was a lot of work at UVA, but at <laughs> oh, least absolutely. to have time for you know some some pops, st- yeah. some daddy sodas. Yeah, as you Ross st- Tucker says. <laughs> so. You still had that time to 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 be a college kid. Yeah, to be a a, a nineteen twenty twenty one year old. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's funny now, you know, uh, Sarah, my stepdaughter, she, in fact, she just came back from, uh, for Christmas break from, um, Syracuse. Great school. Great school. She's loving life. But even just when, when she had that tour, uh, we toured there, we toured Boston college, we toured, uh, uh, Boston university, a couple other schools, but the second, it was the first school she had gone to on the tour. Um, and it was funny. That was the only school that I didn't get to go with them. Unfortunately, when, when Vicky and Sarah made the, the tour there, I had, um, I had a college, uh, or not college. I had a uh, track and field meet that we were, we were out of state for a meet. Um, but I went to the Boston college. I went to the, the BU's, the other schools that we visited, but, uh, I don't know why we had those other visits because Sarah just, she even said when, when she just got on that campus and stepped on that campus, she just knew. Yeah. She just knew. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, you I'm just. Know. She's like, I'm, That's the I'm just here. I had too. She's like, I'm just here. Yeah. This, this is it. This is where I want to be the next four years. Yeah. And she's having a ball there. 
Uh, academics are all good. Everything's great. Nice. Um, nice. So she's loving life there. What's she studying again? She's studying right now. It's bio. Uh, Sarah, if you're listening, I'm going to mess this up. I'm sh- bio, bio, not bioengineering, biomedical. I think it's bio something in the medical field. I know it's okay. bio something. All right. Um, but yeah, she's uh, something much smarter than what I what I studied for. Something much smarter than the the soccer classes, the gymnastics classes that I took in college. Well, we always want more for our kids. Right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so she's uh, she's she's doing great. Nice, uh, and it's it's great to have her home. So she's uh, she's having a ball. Um, but again, it's just when you when you get on there, you know. Yeah. And yeah. one thing that I did tell her, but like, listen, you you know, you better like the comp the campus because you know. I realistically, this is going to be where you're spending the next four years of your life. Yeah. You know, if you, if you, when you know, you know. Yeah. And I'd, I'm probably even more excited for when uh, my son grows up one day to do these college tour, campus tour sites. Cause like you said, we never did that. No. Um, I, I, I mean, we just basically, thanks again, Rob, we pick Canisius and <laughs> I did go to, I think I did go to Alfred just to do one, but it wasn't like you see nowadays with, you know, as you experienced with, uh, you know, with Sarah and Vicky is like, you're going to like five, six different you know, campuses yeah. and schools. Yeah, listen, if it was my choice, I would love Boston College. Was a beautiful campus, and so was I've never BU. Seen it. I've seen, but I've I've heard, I've heard, and that town in general. Oh my being god, being in Boston. I mean, that's a. I'm glad. I'm glad. College Sa- town. I'm glad Sarah picked Syracuse. Town, it's a huge city, but, but you know what I mean, man, I would not have been. Uh, I would not have been angry if she went to BU. Boston well, University. If she became was, a Patriots. That's uh, that would have been the only thing. I was like, listen, you're still you're watching or Bills Bruins. games. No, I know Mr. <laughs> Bruins fan over there. Uh, the Sabers are going to be good eventually. Maybe by the time Rafa's a Sabers fan, I think they have something going. I right hope now. so. And you know, the only reason I know that is from our group text because I could care less about the Sabers. But I'm on just for folks to know, I'm on a a, a group text with a, a ton of Sabers fans. Yeah, so you guys with the Cadella boys, yeah, uh, all, all man. Rob Meach, Ronnie Tice, Cadellas. Yeah, it's uh, it's fun. There's a lot of text. Sometimes I gotta, I gotta mute those. I, I've yeah, been Larry's good. Larry's not no. I, last I, I year, say good. Last year I was. Oof. Last year I had Casper a, the ghost a little bit. Well, that's just it. I had to pull in the reins this year because I was like, you know what? Last year, last last year, my blood pressure was getting a little, a little too high. Well, you want to know why? It's because you have, uh, you don't have an Apple phone. So Listen. just for the listeners out there now, everyone knows how annoying it is when you're in a group text and one, and in our case, two people, because Paul Cadella has PK, much love there, has an Android too holding well. down the Android. How annoying it is when you're trying to send text. And, and again, I've been overseas for the last two and three years almost, uh, and you know, you just want to send that iMessage. You want to get the nice crisp video through. And then it gets bounced back. You get poor quality video, these green messages. You try to like something, and then you get 50 other messages. You're like, I mean, it's just horrible. That, just that, come over to the dark side. But that sounds like that sounds like an Apple flaw. <laughs> no, that no. sounds like like my Android no. always picks up the videos. My no. Android always gets the high-resolution stuff and, and the pics and the videos that you guys send. No. That sounds like a flaw of the Apple. But one day – if this is going to be our life's work. We're going to get you and PK I, over to the Apple side. I don't know if I don't know if I told you this, but before before I upgraded last January to uh, nice the phone, phone that I have, the, yeah. I got the Velvet. I yeah. got the the five G and everything. Okay. Um, Vicky and I was at because Vicky and Sarah are our iPhone people too. Um, I got to tell you, how are, I was. How are you even allowed to be with I, Vicky? Oh, they 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 have 
they have expressed their concerns. In fact, my first— I think my wife would divorce me. Because you, you, know, <laughs> you know before—I I mean, it took me forever just to get any kind of smartphone. Yeah. Um, but the first time when I upgraded like five, six years ago uh, to a smartphone in general, Sarah, <laughs> Sarah didn't talk to me for probably a good three days because I had an Android instead of an Apple phone. <laughs> um, See? But I was I was close. I last time when I did the upgrade, my last upgrade in January, I was close. The only reason I stayed with the Android is because the one that I was switching into for the Android, they would have given me the five G phone. I don't even know what five G stands for, but I knew it was the, the best. Yeah. So, but if I had traded in and gone with an Apple, I I wouldn't have been able to get the five G Apple phone. Whatever the, I, at that point it was app iPhone twelve or iPhone thirteen or I don't even know what number they're at. Not th- yeah. It's so. Well, guess what? The next time around, you don't so have we'll to see. worry about this. Well, we'll see. Because they're all 5G now. I'm, so I'm, you can come. I'm, I'm, I'm breaking down, but I was close. But I was close. We got to get you and Paul together to break down. Paul, you got you to gotta, you gotta bring me back to, to, to reasoning. But I've been really happy with the, the Android here. So, so right. there's our little Android plug. <laughs> but no, it's, um, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy just uh, just to think of the stuff that um, that could have been. Well, like you said, Maybe. could have been Niagara, could yeah, have been Arizona State, yeah, could have been Alfred. I forgot about that. You know, you know just, that we we were going all our separate ways, so to speak. You know, very close knit group in high school, and and uh, I'm glad for that. Even though I had a great time at UVA, I'm glad that first year we at least all all got the oh, so that was that was a fantastic year. Yeah. Um, you know. And it and and people say you shouldn't room with your you shouldn't room with uh, people you know in high school. <laughs> yeah. Don't get me wrong. There were times. Uh, mm, there were times that we you know you we we, we, we butted heads. Yeah. We're, we're going to get me Rob sure. in here. We're going to oh, we're going to do great. a we're going to do a roommate podcast one of yeah. these days. Um, but uh, it was a lot of fun. All right, Mark. Before we go, we're going to get you on the hot seat. Mm. We're going to get you five questions, uh, five random questions. Um, and and I'm putting you on the hot seat too because I'm going to have you come up with one of the hot seat questions. We've been doing this the last couple episodes, so you got to think of a hot seat question. So I'll give three or four, you give two or one. So we're going to do some hot okay. seat questions here. First one, and we're going back to soccer. Let's say it's Italy, U.S. Oh in the God. World Italy. Cup finals. Italy, you got to be who who are you choosing to root for? You can only root for one. It somehow ends up being an Italy U.S. World Cup finals. Who are you rooting for, U.S. or Italy? That is such a great question. I, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you. I know who I'm rooting for. I'll give you a little time to think about it. Okay. I'm going Italy all the way. Okay. Well, that was going to be I'm, I'm going Italy all the way. I'm going blue. I'm yeah. going the, the Azzurri. Yes. Um, listen, uh, if, 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 if Italy's out, U.S. Yeah. is my next team. If, if U.S. is playing against anybody else, U.S. is of my course. team all the way. But yeah. I'm going blue. I'm going blue. I'm going to go with you too. It's like I first of all, I love I love America. I love the country, especially living in other countries. You you understand how good we have it here. That's why when I see people complain about this country and stuff, it's like they have no clue. Go no, live somewhere else. Absolutely. And you understand how good of a country that you live in. Uh, that, at the same time, we're both of Italian descent. The only reason I even started playing soccer is because, is because of the Italian descent. <laughs> absolutely. Know, and so with that, in in general. Um, I have to definitely would say that I would be rooting for Italy. Of course, you know if if, if the USA won that, you know, okay, it it's not be, so you bad. Know, and that wouldn't be, be so a bit bad. disappointed. But, but our whole life, like the reason I even started playing soccer was because of my family. You know, being in Italy, and that was like the thing you did 
Yeah. In America, you know, you're you're Italian. Oh, you're absolutely you're playing soccer. Yeah, I mean, you know. there were there were plenty of picnics. You know, you get together with the cousins, the aunts, the uncles, everybody. Yeah. We'd always have our, our Fourth of July picnics over at uh, Fort Niagara, yeah. um, and we're playing soccer. Yeah. I remember there was one time we played. There was another family out there, and we played against another family in mm-hmm. soccer. That we had no idea who these guys were, but we just started playing. You know, our family versus their family. Yeah, and uh, we won. But uh, it that's that's exactly right. I mean, I if I. I'm not saying if I wasn't Italian, I might not play soccer, but I know that's definitely the reason Introduced I got into it. Exactly. One of the main reasons I got yeah. into it. Yeah. So I grabbed I, I, how they did not qualify for this World Cup after that Euro is beyond comprehension. Yeah, and but they'll be back. So. They're they're going to qualify. They're going to they're going to. I, I I just mm. yeah. But, Anyways, but yeah, Azuri. It is Azuri is the answer. All right, so that's that's question number one. Um, question number two, and we, we've done this, uh, we've done this question a few times, but I'm still going to ask it. Um, if you can invite any Hollywood actor Mm. to your house for dinner, who's, who's that Hollywood actor you're, you're inviting over to dinner? Um, I'll even, I'll even open it up to TV shows, movies or TV shows, but who's that actor? Who's that actor that you're, you're inviting over for a lovely dinner with you, Steph and Rafa? Well, I would have to go with my favorite actor, and I know this has become controversial in the recent years because he's been, uh, you know, he's had some, in, you know, interesting interviews and stuff. But Tom Cruise would is my okay, my favorite actor. Um, I'm not even talking about putting everything that happens off the screen, so to speak. You know, aside his movie, I, I just love his movies. And I think that, you know, even having them over at dinner, that conversation would definitely get interesting. Oh, it'd be uh, fun. Yeah, right? I've been waiting for Top Gun 2 to come out. This, you know, another downside of Corona, you know, they keep <laughs> delaying it. But, I, you know, hopefully after seeing how much money Spider-Man made, that people will go to the movie theater if the, if the you know, movie's good enough. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that coming out next year. But, yeah, I would say Tom, Tom Cruise. Nice. I, I, this was my answer I gave last time. Um, I think I'm going to stick with it. Bobby De Niro. Oh, Bobby De Niro. What a great answer. And I know he's kind of, you know, he's had some interviews over the last couple of years, too, that have kind of gone off the wall a little yeah. bit. Yeah. But uh, Bobby De Niro. He'd had some stories. He's had That's some, a great pick. He'd have some stories. I was almost thinking of Joe Pesci. Pesci would be good, too. Pesci would be good, too. I think Pesci— All those guys. I mean, Pacino. Absolutely. You know, you can go down the list, uh, you know. But I think I'm doing Bobby De Niro. I mean, just, just Raging Bull, just yeah. The Godfather. I mean, just you can— it, it, be impossible to list all the movies. I don't know if I have a favorite. Yeah, they're all just good. Um, even when he did the comedies with the Meet the Fockers, um, that was just it was on the TV. The yeah, other day we were watching it. Hysterical. Just such so, a good movie. So Bobby De Niro's mine. Yeah. All right, Mark, you got your you got your question here yet? I'm going to put you on the spot here. You got your. Oh, I have a question. For all right, you. what's the, what's yeah. the question? You'll so, you'll do number three. Okay, so my question is, if you have to choose, you can either have a Bills Super Bowl victory. Or the next 20 years of Mac Jones turning into Tom Brady, us not winning the division, and them going on to win multiple Super Bowls. So wait a minute. Either that, like... You either take one Bills Super Bowl victory, say, this year or next year. So if they win the Super Bowl this year, that means that the next... You can either have... Okay, put it like this. In the next 20 years, yeah, you can have one Bills Super Bowl victory. Okay. Or... Five go to the Patriots, and like of all those other years that we didn't say win that Super Bowl, they're winning the division. 
basically going through another so Tom Brady so, experience again. So we're winning the Super Bowl this year, but no, we've got we would win the Super Bowl in any of those okay, years. Any of those years, twenty. But the, all of the other years, it's more of like it's what Patriots, we've just had to Patriots, deal with. Patriots, exactly. Oof. Hmm. So it's basically is how much is that one. Mm. Super Bowl mm. worth it. It's kind of like what we used to think back in the day. Would you rather go to four straight and lose or just have one and win? Mm. It's a little different because we just, we just lived through, again, these mm. 20 years of Brady. Uh, does, that mean, does that mean if we... if mm. We could suck all those other years or we might just miss the division. It doesn't mm. matter. They're winning the division. You know what? I'm... I'm taking that Super Bowl. I'm, I'm taking that Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. What, what's the additive? One before I die. I'm taking that Super Bowl because you know what? Just even if even if we had it in the next five years, the next 20 years, the next yeah. 50 years, we don't ever make it again. Yeah. We can finally say, well, we got one. Yeah. We got one. And right now we can't even say – we can't say we got one. So uh, I, I would take – I'd take that Super Bowl as as much as the rest of the. It would be painful again to watch them the next twenty years yes. of the Patriots doing it. I, I'd still take that Super Bowl. That's a good question, though. I think I would too, though. I mean, I think that I hopefully we see it before we uh, uh, go up to heaven, right? But uh, I, I, I'm telling you right now, that happens when that happens. Hopefully, you know what. I'll be crying like a baby. Oh, absolutely. I can't oh, wait absolutely. for that day. The amount of emotion. Like going especially cuz we're old enough to see the four the four losses. Some of the folks maybe listening, they don't even remember those days. Listen, I'm saying this right now. I'm putting this out there. Rob, Meech, Ronnie, you, Tice, when they go to a Super Bowl, whether it's yeah. LA this year, whether oh, I don't even know where the night all of us we're getting in the car. We're getting in the plane. We're going down. I don't care if it's just us going down outside the stadium yeah. to be there. All of us are getting. I'm putting this out there to all of you, gentlemen. Oh, we're we're, already, we're getting in. down there. I'm already in. We're getting down Steph, there. My wife and like, let's go. We've already said that they we, go to the Super Bowl. We're going. Last year for Tampa, we actually had our flight booked. Oh, did you we that? we had yeah. flight and hotel booked. Now we canceled them, knowing that we can get our money back. But yes. where if we would have won that game. Vicky and I would have been on a plane, and we were down to Tampa. Well, we've already spoke about because you know you can, and that's the nice part about living in the D.C. area. You have multiple airports that you can, you know, fly direct. Oh, absolutely. And we've looked at it already, like contemplating: do we do this right now with Los Angeles? Because again, you just need to get in. They have a good enough team. So, but I understand what you're saying because you know you wait too long. You know how it's. Oh, absolutely. So. But uh, no, we we booked the flight. Uh, yeah, I believe flight, all so. of us should go. Whether we get listen, to the, into in. the game or not, we should all. Even if we together. can't book a flight, listen, I got I got that brand new car. I got that Hyundai uh, Tucson, the little twenty twenty two. We'll we'll pack up the car. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Tice has that too. Um, we'll we'll get it in. We'll right. go. Um, good question though. But yeah, I, you got to take one. You got to oh, take one. one. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Question number four. Um, I know you and I were a movie movie buffs. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you remember the the what was it the five quarters the four quarters days where we would uh, you know we'd all chip in for one ticket yeah. and uh, <laughs> in a different movie theater. Yeah. One, one ticket would get five of us in. Yeah. Uh, back in the what was it, the old Summit Six? 
at six and we, four seasons. Remember, we we we'd pay for one ticket, uh, and it was usually people the back. Door. It was usually me going in and opening up that back door yes, and letting two yes. or three of us. Hopefully, no one's listening. Yeah. I, I think we're past. The, <laughs> I think we're I think we're past statue the, the statue of limitations. Yeah, there, yeah, so we're good. Um, we're movie buffs. Um, and I know you like the Tom Cruise. Uh, I'll even give you a top three if you want, but yeah. top one or top three movies of all time. Um, so I'm just going to say that I enjoy, not necessarily that these are like Academy Award movies. So this is just me, my movies that, that I enjoy, I'll say. Um, I love Predator. For some reason. I'm here. Yeah, Kill me, yeah. I'm here. For some reason, this movie, and I think it's just growing up with my family, uh, Johnny, my stepfather, Uncle Mario, my Uncle Mario, like this was a big movie around that time. And. And it just in Schwarzenegger too. I was a big Schwarzenegger fan. Uh, that's my favorite movie is his. But that's that's I would say um, probably my all all around you know favorite movie. Okay. I I do like a couple of series. I know this just don't count, but I'll pick like so. I love the Lord of the Rings. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I, I read those books. You know, I'm a big fantasy reader. You know, and, and Return of the King, like the last movie was it was absolutely you know amazing. Uh, you know, too as well. It's funny like. I never got into this early, like because this came out. These started coming out this series when we were in high school, so like the Fast and the Furious, and I and I just got into it lately. And I, I tried to get into movies. it. I oh my I god, couldn't. they're amazing! They're amazing, and and uh, amazing, amazing movies. So obviously, my from my selection so far, you see that it's not really the uh, you know your your top movie critic uh, <laughs> type, type movies. Uh, that, that, hey, some kind of heavy hitters in there, too. and I and I and I like and I like those too. You know, some sometimes like uh, you know the serious. You know, type movies. Um, by the way, the um, Tyson and I just saw Spider Man the other day. You know what? Awesome. I uh, I was at a track meet uh, on Saturday at the Lancaster's meet for throwers, and um, there were a couple coaches there talking about it. And I just happened to make a comment, like, you know, I'm not really a, a comic book guy, yeah. and man, did I get lambasted. Oh, like no. I got lambasted, and yeah. like I, you would have thought I, I I was making fun of uh, you know God or something. I mean, I got lambasted. Um, by some of the coaches there, and hey, I, I mean, more power to you. I know my brother uh, Richie's a big comic book guy. He yeah. loves the uh, the Spider Mans, the yeah, the, uh, the Avengers, movies. the yeah, Marvel the movies. movies. Yeah, um, yeah. I think like sometimes you're I just a never DC got into movie it. Or your Marvel movie, you know. And I'm, I'm not a comic book guy, like in terms of I don't have comic books, but I love those type of movies. Yeah, and I love Marvel and DC. Again, I don't go back and forth like some people. Like oh, I only like Marvel, I only like DC. You know, I, I like all of them. No, it's okay. A great question. Of course, you know. Again, I like. It's funny because Stephanie, my wife, it's hard for us to choose because we're so opposite in our taste in movies. I'm more like I want to see either like a, a comedy or action or something, and she's definitely more drama, like historical, like suspense. So it's very hard for us to align on like <laughs> on, on movie night, which you know. Uh, it comes, it comes a few and far between. And then there's like, I'll just throw another one out there, like l- little light ones, like especially this time of year at Christmas, uh, like Serendipity. That's like one of those movies oh, yeah. where I just love that. I love John. I'm a big John Cusack fan too, as well. And that's a great, just especially this time of year to pop in, you know, to watch. But yeah, like you said, I love movies. You know, big movie buff. Yeah. I mean, there were many times, many, yeah. many times, especially in high school. You know, we'd always go to movies. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, for me, I mean, I love the Godfather trilogy. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lump those all in together as one. Yeah, like one, you know, Godfather Classics. one, two, three. Um, even though three wasn't as good, it was still, you know, it was still, still held its own. Yeah. still quality. I'm gonna hold those. Um, this is no particular order, but those are those are up there. Um, Animal House. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's, I, I, that's a funny movie. <laughs> I love Animal House. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm definitely a big goofy comedy movie guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'd be the guy. Let's go see an Adam Sandler movie or this or that. But I love John Belushi. Um, man, I, I man, just to think of how long if he would have if he would have lived longer, like that's how many more shame. movies. Uh, kind of like Chris Farley. Farley I think I feel like same Belushi thing. was Farley, the, almost the exact same person. Taken too soon. Absolutely. So I'm going to go Animal House, and one movie that I'm going to say is kind of off off the beaten track. Um, I don't even know if you've seen it or heard it. I watched it in a philosophy class at Canisius my junior year of college. Memento. Oh, I remember you always you talk, you like that movie. I love that. I, I don't never, know. It, I never seen it. I'm telling you, it, I, I think it came out. Got really good critic review. I mean, I know it's supposed to be one of those movies. Absolutely, I mean? Joey Pantoliano was the only like big, really big name person I think in it. Yeah. Actually, no, I'm pretty sure uh, the the lady from the Matrix, Carrie Moss, Carrie Ann Moss. Yeah, I think she was in it as well. But um, I just loved it. I thought it was just such a unique uh, perspective. They filmed it almost in reverse. You know, the no mm. short term memory. I thought it was really just uh, uh, a great take on it. So Memento, that's in my top three. In fact, I uh, I had Vicky and Sarah watch it with me two years ago, three years ago, they and uh, like uh, not fans. No, well, I would say <laughs> they, it's one of those. They, they were not fans. Whatever, I haven't seen it, but it's like uh, you either love it you or hate lo- it. Yeah, exactly. You either love it or hate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they just looked at me, and in fact, Sarah, after the movie was done, because uh, we. we, we we were a family, especially uh, as early as I mean, I I started coming around. When Sarah was sixth grade. Yeah. Uh, we would always um, we'd watch. I, I introduced her to the Lord of the Rings. We'd watch Lord of the Rings night. We'd watch Harry Potter nights. We oh, love Harry Potter too. By we way. would always have movie nights as a family. Yeah. And uh, I remember after that movie, Sarah looked at me and was like, "You're you're not picking movies anymore." <laughs> so she you wanted. To, I'll she give did you not a movie like, that. like that too. My Stephanie and and I think we were still dating and I'm married and it made me think like what is going on she made me do you ever see Requiem for a Dream no that just okay, sounds bad movie. yeah yeah it's, it's, that it's sounds not, bad like some of the scenes in that movie I'm like and then I look over at her I'm like like this is you like really it's like one of those movies you never think that Stephanie would but like I gotta like rethink to our relationship like, here what is going on and I still to this day give her heat for that like that she made me watch that movie that's just not my kind of you know my kind of thing but it's similar it's like you either gonna some people are you're like, either oh gonna love God, it or hate it look at what this director did in this movie and I'm like oh my god never again never again I love it alright and uh, last question for me I don't know if you've got one more but last question for me Holiday times are coming up. Uh, we're getting together with family, friends. Of course, us being Italian, there's going to be lots of food, lots of family, lots of fighting, lots of fun, yeah. lots of loving. Um, on that that meal, on that 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 table full of food, yes. what's the dessert that has to be there? What's the dessert that Mark Santangelo? Listen, if you take that, if you take that last whatever it is, I'm, I'm we're fighting. What's that that? That last dessert that Mark has to have. All right, then I'm going to ask you the entree because I thought you were going there with the entree. Okay, so I'll I'm going to answer the dessert, but you answer the dessert and entree too. Because for me, Christmas is not if I don't have lasagna at Christmas. Okay, at some point, whether it's the eve or the actual day, then Mark's not a happy guy. Now, for for dessert, I would say you know my favorite Christmas time in a cookie is the actual thumbprint cookie. I go, okay. I go back Going and classic, with simple. This. Okay. I like, I like a thump. It's either a butterball or a thumbprint. Those are my two favorite Christmas cookies. You know, I'm not. Um, 
in general, I'm not a big, you know, sweet guy, but I make exceptions for those. But if there's one thing, like if I went through that, that Christmas meal and I did not have myself a thumbprint, then I'm not happy. Okay. What about you? Um, for, for the dessert, I'll answer the dessert first. Um, I, I've got to have a cannoli. I've got to have a homemade oh, cannoli. Great. You get cannolis. I need to tell my family to start making cannolis. Oh, you guys don't make the cannolis? No, no, oh, I love cannolis. That's one on. of my favorite. I love cannolis. Especially, and uh, my nonna who passed away a couple years ago, uh, man, just, oh, I'd kill for one more of those cannolis. Ooh. I mean, she made just the best, the, the just the stuffing, the shells. Now, she, she didn't buy the shells. She made everything. She, really she made the, the shells, whole the yeah. whole thing. Um, for me, I've got to have a cannoli. I don't care. I know some people are like, oh, they can't have chocolate chips or they got to have cherry. I don't care. The cream or the ricotta? Like what the, kind oh, of... the ricotta I yeah, love. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. you know, you got some people that will put the little chocolate chips yes, on the cream yeah, yeah, or yeah, the cherries. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I don't care. Put dress all it. Just give me a cannoli, mm. and, I'm, and I'm a happy guy. Uh, as, far as, as far as main course, I, I, I'm loving the lasagna. Mm-hmm. i got to have the lasagna. But for me, um, I'm going to go – Part of me wants to say pasta, a nice whether it's the fish sauce or the the regular sauce. I'm gonna go a little bit more traditional, and I'm gonna say ham. I was literally it, gonna, gonna say, say ham. Gonna say, I'm ham. gonna say ham. I love ham, especially when it's 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 got that just that glow of the <laughs> glaze coming off it. The glow, yeah. the pineapples on it, the yeah. just the the little maraschino you like the cherries, warm, warm pineapples too. Oh God, that was as a kid. I was more into like you. My mom would make the big ham, and she'd yeah. poke like on the outside. She would have the the pineapples, the cherries on there. Yeah. I'd be the one where I would take like five of those pineapples like off it, and I. Oh, I'd you're be, stealing all. The oh, pineapples? I'm stealing the pineapples. Nice. But no, I'm I'm a, I'm the ham guy. You know, you know what's funny is so on Christmas Day, and Steph's mom were going to be at her house. My mom and Johnny are coming over, and she's making lasagna and ham. Oh, so you get well, it's made um, for both of us. Right? Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. That's a Christmas to remember, right there. Uh, well, Mark, we're gonna wrap things up here, but thanks so much for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me. No problem. We're definitely gonna have to have you and the boys on again. We're gonna have to have a, just a boys podcast one of that these times. <laughs> that that might be like a two or three parter yeah, part episode there. Uh, but thank you for coming on. Uh, I know uh, it, it's always glad to have you in town. We're definitely gonna have to have some pops together, you know, soon. Before you go back, um, remember, make sure everybody you follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, stories from the sidelines. Uh, we're going to be back next week with another uh, special guest um, for everybody out there. This is our last episode before the holiday season. Uh, so make sure you guys have a happy holiday. Stay safe uh, when you're with your loved ones. And we'll see you guys again next week on stories from the sidelines.